What up, this is Jason Mewes, and you're listening to Nashcast up in this piece. Snoots to the Nooch! Let's talk about Linda Hamilton's boobs for a little bit. And this was the Top Geeky to Me podcast. Uh, talk nerdy to me, yeah. Talk nerdy, sorry. Sean, man, we say come prepared. It's over. <laughs> I hang my head in shame. Oh, See, this, this is why you, you take charge, Scott. I just fuck everything up and <clears throat> yeah. start offending What I hated about public relations is that it's so competitive and really um, just kind of everyone is a jerk. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, I have this cat issue that wakes me up at four o'clock every morning <laughs> and won't let me go back a- to sleep. I have a boyfriend issue that's similar. <laughs> All right. I, well, the wake you up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he's a morning person. I'm not. <laughs> no, me neither. My uh, my co-host is a bit of a loose cannon. He kind of goes all over the place, and he's... um. I'm definitely like the more level-headed person. He gets to be like angry and scream about stuff and kind of be a jerk to everybody. So it's a it's a fun little podcast. He's I have he's a no great idea what that's fun. like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> 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 the one time I remember his name, it's not even the right character. The guy that's got, that's got a Grand Canyon on his face. A Grand yeah. Canyon? What? <laughs> Mickey Rourke, that's it. Yes, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> a Grand Canyon on his face. Thanks for listening to this edition of Nashcast. Coming at you from Hampshire, England. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm not tired. I've lost the plot. Welcome cool. To- I'll hit it then. Okay, yeah, you do it. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Nashcast podcast. Uh, nice. Streaming to you kind of live. <laughs> not really, though. From the dirty <laughs> streets of Aldershot. And the high life of Basingstoke Central. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, I am your co-host, Sean. And I guess that makes me the host, Scott. Hey, dude. Hey. Yo. How's it going? It is going okay. Cool. Let's not lie hey. to everybody. We've been talking for ages, but... Yes, I know. It's always yeah. nice to have the pleasant treat, isn't it? It is. So now that that's out of the way... Yeah. I hear you're... Um, Actually, I don't hear, as is like new news, but 
Um, you were telling me that uh, you're really tired and you're feeling a little under the weather. Yeah, a um, Probably because you're so tired. So uh, we decided to mix things up and I did the intro. Yeah, for, which is nice. Fun. It takes a bit of the pressure off of me a little bit. A little, a little less burden, as, it, as they say. Well, I'm happy to take a little bit more on my little shoulders. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, though. Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's probably also, it might be, I mean, apart from the sleeping issue, it might have something to do with the working in the cold environment that I've been working in lately. I hear this is uh, quite a, a common sort of side effect that it happens quite often um, for people that have just started there because it's, it's the body's way of um, getting used to the freezing temperatures. So... I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, that's what I said to them too. I was like, okay. <laughs> Although that could explain why, you know, for the past, what, like 13 years that I've been over here, I'm tired all the time. Because uh, of the cold temperatures. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you're low to the ground, so you no. probably suffer worse. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Height's an issue because heat rises. Yes. So you miss a lot of it. <laughs> I do. I just kind of get it on the way up and then that's it. Mm. It's like something that just, or one of those other things that just ends up out of my, my grasp. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. It's, uh, it sucks to be you sometimes, huh? <laughs> it does a little bit. But hey, as we've already established on the episode with, uh, with uh, a good friend, uh, Sheldine, um, I've got like the perfect height for boobs <laughs> yeah absolutely so there i envy you sir because you know it, it's not very noticeable for you it's very it's a casual glance whatever whereas if i do oh, being so tall it's, it's quite obvious if i'm looking at boobs or not so yeah because you've you got to look down i'm just looking straight ahead and yeah. even if it's it's hey it's a mistake <laughs> i didn't mean to i just turn around <laughs> yeah Let's talk about Linda Hamilton's boobs for a little bit. Because I noticed, right, in the episode of DS that we did, you didn't really, like, talk about them so much as I, like, obsessed about them. <laughs> oh, no, that was your obsession. I'm letting you have that, dude. Yeah? Just, oh, okay. Yeah, look, honestly, just own it. Okay. It. I will own that then. I mean... Yeah, grab it like yeah. Michael Bean did. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, and, and just and run with it, but not too far because that would hurt. Okay. At what point do you think this podcast is going to start sounding sexist? <laughs> uh 24 25 episodes ago <laughs> uh okay well that being said um shall we shall we get should we get on the phone not on the phone but you know yes. what, what's the thing called skype oh yeah shall we uh yeah we have uh, another special guest in the last few episodes we've had um oh good fan number one fan robbie polenko he's been on we've had jamie walton and let's get our next guest in. I'll let you um, pick up the Hello. Ball. Hey. Hi. Hey. Can you? <laughs> hey. I'm just going to do that for half an hour. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I'm doing all right. How are you folks? We are good. <clears throat> I'm tired. Good. Yeah. i got, got to be honest. I'm struggling a little bit as we've already covered in the last few minutes. But So Sean might have to pick up the ball and run for it for a little bit. I will for, do my best. Yeah, for however long we run. But, um, yeah, I have this cat issue that wakes me up at 4 o'clock every morning. 
I won't let me I go back a, to sleep. I have a boyfriend issue that's similar. <laughs> All right. I, well, the wake you up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he's a morning person. I'm not. <laughs> no, me neither. I am when I have to be, but it's like my shift work sort of varies and it's like without fail every morning, four o'clock. And she'd only just been able to go outside. So mm -hmm. beforehand, it was a case of she'd wake up and just run around the house to piss me off. And now <laughs> she w wakes up, wants to go outside. So that's fine. And then I'm led there. And I, I hate her. So I try not to. But I do, <laughs> I do kind of worry a little bit because I'm like, oh, she's outside. Is she going to freeze to death or have a you know, fight with other cats in the neighborhood or whatever? So I don't rest. I don't go back to sleep properly. And then seven o'clock without fail, she jumps up on a wind because we don't have a cat flap or anything. So she jumps up on the window to notify me that she's ready to come back inside. <laughs> and then she runs around the house for a while. So, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and my girlfriend sleeps through it all. So, yeah, so I'm I'm tired and, yeah, not feeling uh, good. I, could, I feel your pain. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not a morning person. Sean, are you a morning person? Uh, I have to be because I'm up at, like, five for work. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. But, that, that's no, not really. No? <laughs> really not. But now I like um, this morning, the first time in eight days that I hadn't had to work, so I could finally sleep in. And because I'm so used to waking up six o'clock, I woke up. Oh mm. my goodness! I'm supposed to be able to terrible. sleep in, have some nice dreams. No, nothing. <laughs> six o'clock, woke up, stared at the ceiling. I was pissed. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. So anyway, welcome to our little tiny podcast over here in the UK. It's um, for, from our point of view, an honor to have you on and whatnot. Um, oh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. You guys are the first people who have ever been like, hey, you want a podcast with us? Really? <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> I find oh. that so interesting. Like, it's, and, and honestly, no offense against Scott, but he's all like, a lot of the time, I haven't even said it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay. Fucker. I'll take that back for now. Go on. Yeah. Um, up until, like, what, a couple of months ago? never struck me as the person that would just start reaching out to random people <laughs> and say, you know, come join us in a podcast, record with us, and just start to kind of get out there. And uh, I was, I was the same. I was absolutely yeah. the same because, well, we both were because we were just like, who the hell would want to talk to us, That especially <laughs> after they've never heard from us. And then it all happened randomly on Twitter um, recently with uh, Jamie Walton, who I'm assuming, Sam, you're familiar with her? I am familiar with her, yes. Yeah. So she um, she was on a podcast with some other guys recently, and then uh, there was a, a Twitter discussion about it. And then I said something on Twitter and, um, like, jokingly saying, you know, oh, I wish you know, we could have you on our podcast. And she was just like, yeah, let's do it. And completely blew my mind because I was just like, what? Why? Why would she do that? Um, but she loves to talk. So Yeah, I was going to say, she strikes me as the type of person who would be more than willing to just visit anyone's podcast. She's, she's um, I mean, and, and that's great in somebody who heads up a charity. You know, you always want to mm. find outlets to get the word out and things like that. Yeah, well, that, that's what she said. And the other reason why she, she doesn't mind going on to podcasts because it, is constantly just raising awareness for the charity as well. Which, to be fair, for the first episode we recorded, we didn't talk about the charity at all. So <laughs> <laughs> it kind of failed on that. Um, but then, yeah, that kind of fell under the mentality of like, well, as Sean's always said, if you don't ask, you're never going to get anything. So, um, yeah, we went to uh, the London Film Comic Con, which compared to the San Diego one, sucks. 
ass. Really? Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, we just get you because you guys get the entire you know TV series cast of everybody, everything, Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Um, what's that one with all the bikers? Um, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, you get like the whole cast, whereas we might get like one, maybe two people from TV series that ended ten years ago. So <laughs> it's quite kind of bad. But yeah, the last one we just had, we had um, we uh, ran into Jason Muse, who was uh, nice enough to record a little intro for our podcast. So oh, that's so that's cool. kind of cool. Very yeah, neat. and that's all thanks to Sean because he asked him to do it because I was too scared. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. happy I to do my to little do bit to help <laughs> yeah. um, I used to have a, a radio show it was just a live radio show and um, mm, I yes. actually ended up meeting um, Zach Wild who used to be the guitar player for Ozzy Osbourne and he's got his own band Black Label Society now and I met him and I was like could you please 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 record an intro for me so he did it like four different times and I was like all of them are perfect they're amazing it's, and then he went to hand me back my recorder and dropped it. It shattered on the ground. Lost all the information. Is that because you were really nervous and your hands were shaking when you went to get? No, back? no. He he just missed my hand. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So please tell me, please tell me you dragged him back to the studio and made him do it again. <laughs> no, no. I wish that I could have, but it was just one of those things. Mm. Oh, so I'd be able to do that again and have the iPhone or something with you to. Just be like, do that again. Record again. <laughs> I know. I was like, I told him, I was like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. Don't worry about it. Because like it fell and the batteries came out. But I was like, I'm sure that it's like the data is still on there. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got I got back home. Went to check it out. Nothing. Oh, that's 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 absolutely that's quite gutting. Um, that's what we after we record because I recorded the the thing with Jason Mewes. I recorded it on my phone and I remember literally seconds afterwards. I think before we even listened back to it, we, I was just like, right email it straight to like all of our email accounts so that there was going to be a permanent <laughs> copy of it and then luckily yeah we and as we were listening back to it i was just like did we pick it up well enough is it fine and i have no doubt in my mind that if it wasn't we probably could have just gone back and gone to do it again anyway because he was awesome he just spent so much every like you know five minutes with every single fan you know and pictures he wasn't you know he was just such an awesome bloke best person I've ever met at a at a comic con. So he seems like a really nice guy. I've never had the chance to meet him, but yeah, as as um, I don't want to use the word like um vulgar, but because you know he's got that sort of sense of humor where it is like you know sex and women and boobs and all that kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. I guess sometimes to be fair I can maybe come across a little bit like that, but um <laughs> yeah he's he's like. In person, it's so different. It's quite, uh, it's quite unreal, really. He was just, uh, he was actually just a genuinely nice guy. So, yeah, it was a, a, a real uh, a pleasure meeting him too. So, yes, it yeah, was. yeah. So, anyway, before we um, crack on, I guess, uh, are there any questions, Sam, that you have for us before we start bombarding you with tons of uh, <laughs> questions? <laughs> um... I actually don't have any questions. I came a little unprepared. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's how that's, I normally that's how show we do it. up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I was literally, I'd, I'd been sort of trying to plan for this for, for a whole week. And uh, and then I kept bugging Sean to kind of get prepped. And that was kind of like a bit of a last minute thing as well, I think. <laughs> but I was just like, look, I got some questions, told him what I had in mind. And then I was like, you, you do something for a change. Because I do everything for this podcast. <laughs> 
So, and I think he has. I'm just got... here for moral support. That's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Without you, I, yeah, this this podcast wouldn't happen. I don't think so. No, that's fine. Um, it, sometimes people do have some questions, and sometimes they don't. So, we'll um, I'll let Sean ask you. He's got a, a couple for you, so I'll let him throw you some questions while I get hydrated over here. You something. take your time, dude. I will. Um, <laughs> how did you guys end up talking about oh, man. you joining us in the podcast? <laughs> if well, I could answer this, you, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious of, uh, of, of how and, and why you decided to say yes, I guess. Um, well, it was just, you know, exactly like you guys said, reached out on Twitter. Hey, we've got a, pa- a podcast. Would you be interested? And I was like, sure, probably, depending on my schedule, because... My life right now is just ridiculous. I'm uh, working, and I just moved into a new place. Like, I moved across the state from Southern California to Northern California. So, like, new job, new place, and I'm finishing up um, grad school right now. So, my life is just ridiculous. But I was like, yeah, if I've got time, sure. And um, I, I said yes because I, I like talking to people. I haven't podcasted in a while. Um, I, my my show went on hiatus for a little while, so it's been, been a bit. And uh, it's a good way to kind of... Um, warm up a little bit dust off the cobwebs i guess that makes sense and this was the talk geeky to me podcast uh talk nerdy to me yeah talk nerdy sorry (laughs) sean man we say come prepared (laughs) over (laughs) i hang my head in shame see this is is why you you take charge god because you just fuck everything up and yeah offending people yeah that's right well i um this this all spurred around from the whole um because of the jamie walton thing of like just reaching out to people and and like sean always says you know the worst if i ask somebody to come onto the podcast the worst they can say is fuck off or something (laughs) along those sort of lines so um yeah and it was after i was i went back a couple months ago uh or about a month ago i I started going back and listening to all the the tell them steve dave episodes from the very beginning because I had that much free time, and uh, and then once again came across. Uh, I think is it just one episode you've been on or two? Yes, I've only been on one episode. Yeah, came across that like kind of oh, recently, yeah. about a couple of weeks ago, and then I got thinking. I was just like, it'd be really cool to just get chatting, and then um, mm-hmm. yeah, then to find out that obviously you were you were still on Twitter and everything, and I thought, why not? Uh, you sound like a pretty interesting person with plenty to talk about so <laughs> yeah i thought uh why not so and that's obviously yeah as we we're saying that's that's how it started I just reached out on twitter and then uh, eventually you were like hey <laughs> <laughs> and then we got we just kind of got a chat a little bit so yeah it was kind of cool um sorry sean carry on i kind of stole no, that's, that that's from you a little bit that's cool um, i was so trying to recover your... from your uh, little mistake <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. I'm still trying to get my bearings now after I've been bitch slapped by Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so when does your podcast kind of start back up again? When are you looking to get back into um, it? We're actually going to probably uh, start recording again next week or possibly the week after. Um, I'm in the middle of finals right now, but I've, as soon as school calms down a little bit, um, Cameron's got a, a pretty steady, well, a, a very steady job. He's got set hours and that's like new. So we actually can sit down we both have similar hours now so we can sit down the same time every week and get through it without having to take weeks off like we used to so we're pretty excited about it cool and what are you studying at the moment um i'm getting my master's in education um i'm thinking about becoming a teacher oh wow 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and just to clarify, because I, as much as I love America, I know very little. Um, what is grad school? Um, it's uh, so you graduate from high school and then yep. you go to college and you get your bachelor's degree. Right. Okay. And then after that, you go again, and that's when you get your master's, and that would be graduate school. All oh, right. Okay. Cool. Yep. <laughs> I'm on that. Okay. Yep. Got it. <laughs> So I, I dumped a boatload of money into school and I was like, you know what? Haven't had enough. Let's do some more. So <laughs> <laughs> going back. Ah, good cool. for you. Yeah. And is getting into teaching a thing that you've always wanted to do or is that kind Absolutely of not. The, okay. Over the last couple of years, <laughs> um, I guess. It, uh, I went to I went and I got my original degree in public relations, and I realized in doing that that I hated public relations and never wanted to do it again. <laughs> And uh, then nice. I was like, well, crap, I guess I need to find a career. And um, y- when you teach, you get summers off, and that's pretty great. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about the hours. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, and, what, and what are you looking at teaching? Um, probably English. English or um, social sciences, <laughs> so history and government. <laughs> that's so ironic because we were just like saying that we were talking on the last episode we just put up, we were talking about how I got an email because I was looking for a new job recently and I got an email from the, what was it, the Educational Board of something or the Board of Education or something uh, of Foreign Affairs <laughs> from China <laughs> asking if I could... Um, yeah, go and teach Chinese people English. <laughs> I was just like, these people I... have no idea who I am. Because <laughs> it's like, that would never happen. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, I'm not a big um, public relations type. Th- I'm surprised you've gone from public relations still in that sort of teaching type thing. Because it's still a whole public medium type thing. So... I mean, I have no problem working with people, and I love talking. Well, I kind of love talking, depending on the context. And um, I have no, like, I have no inhibitions about speaking in front of people, things like that. But what I hated about public relations is that it's so competitive and really um, just kind of everyone is a jerk. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you I mean, think like I do. <laughs> they'll step on your neck to get ahead. So. Yeah. I just don't really have that kind of, um, I don't know, passion, competitive spirit, any of that. I'm just, I I guess I'm just too apathetic. And plus the hours are better in teaching. Yeah, and the hours are better (laughs) in teaching. Public relations is a 24-hour job. Yeah, Yeah, I can't imagine that would be particularly um, uh, fulfilling, I guess, working in that kind of environment, especially if you're not the kind of person to, as you say, step on people's throats to get ahead. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, I personally, I haven't listened to the the uh, talk nerdy to me, but to be fair, I didn't hear about it until today because I, <laughs> I have I've never listened to an episode of Telling Steve Dave up until today when Scott <laughs> reminded me that I needed to listen to it year one. <laughs> yeah, I deserve the. I have been, I have been bugging him for months. I've I'm just I've been saying like, look, yeah, you should because he watches comic book men yeah. and all that a lot. He's aware of the guys and everything, and I say keep saying like they've got their own podcast. You should. I mean, Sean's time unfortunately is a bit more limited than mine has been. So, 
Um, but to be fair, I have been bugging him for the last couple of weeks to try and listen to this particular episode. And I have. I yeah, you have. Yeah, so well done. Even though you did listen to this one, I promise you that there's about 200 other episodes that are much more <laughs> worth listening to. <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the episode. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. I don't want to, um, I, I didn't want to sort of put the entire focus on just that. But I'm sure. Uh, no, 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 no. Not Sean, yeah, yeah, Sean's got some. Um, um, but I will go back and listen to the talk nerdy to me because i like nerdy stuff i like my it's comics. pretty fun my uh my co-host is a bit of a loose cannon he kind of goes all over the place and he's um i'm definitely like the more level-headed person he gets to be like angry and scream about stuff and kind of be a jerk to everybody so it's a it's a fun little podcast he's he's no a idea what that's fun. like <laughs> <laughs> fuck you dude <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, and I'm guessing I got to be honest. I've not after all the shit I've just given Sean. I haven't got around to listen to it either. Is it talk? Is talk nerdy to me? Is that on iTunes? It should be. It's talk been. I'm gonna be honest. It's been like almost a year since I even like looked at the site that we Whoa. host stuff on or anything. So I got to go back and fix everything up. But um, we, it we might still be it. on there. Uh, I've already we'll I've already accessed it on Twitter, apparently, so there's a start. <laughs> I might have been drunk when I did that. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't show you. Like, uh, yeah, it is I'll on. send you guys a link to it or, or whatever yeah. as long as I make sure that our hosting site is still active. Real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then um oh there we go, tornadypod.com. Yeah, that's gone. <laughs> oh that's gone. Oh right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Yeah, well, send us yeah. um, send us a link, and then we'll um, we will uh, pimp it out for you and well, try and more importantly, listen to it. Yes, yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I know you guys might listen to me and be like, "Oh my god, this chick is a jerk!" Like, don't even want like just delete this episode, <laughs> never put it up. I know it's definitely going up. I'm assuming though you haven't listened to any of our earlier stuff, which is okay if you haven't. Yes, it's true. Okay, yeah, if you had, you may have not wanted to come on. <laughs> hey, we're not that bad. No, that's true. I'm not that bad. Yeah, we are a bit of um, a random sort of uh, podcast. There's no, there's, there is no specific theme, uh, which some people have uh, sort of troubles getting to grips with because they like structure and all that kind of stuff. But we just like record every, every chance we get and it's just... One week we can be talking about stuff that's going on in the news. The next week we could be talking about what was the last one we did? Uh, yeah. um, we other, talked about another podcast. Yeah, another podcast. Thing. Yeah, and with Jamie Walton, we've um, well, with all the intentions of trying to talk about the Wayne Foundation, we just end up talking about TV shows. So <laughs> that's been uh, yeah. So that's just how it goes, really. So. Yeah, there's... that's totally understandable. Um, <clears throat> our show started off with structure. We're like, we're gonna do it every week, once a week. Talk for it. Like we were, originally, we wanted to have guests on the show, but after our first guest, we decided that we didn't want to do that really anymore. We we play more. <laughs> uh, we play better more off of ourselves. Um, yeah. So like, it started off only talking about like you know comics and stuff like that, and then it kind of evolved into talking more about our lives and like how terrible. Like just basically us bagging on stuff. Like just complaining but um, no, that's fine. Time. yeah i mean that's that's kind of the natural progression of conversations because you like even mm. when you're talking about comics you're associated with things that happen in your, in your life even silly questions like oh if you had a superpower what would you do oh. and you start thinking mm. about oh well i would get rid of my out of out of whatever job you're in because you hate it and i hate it because of blah and then you'll finally after an hour come back around to 
And that's why I want to have the power of invisibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what we found with our part. I mean, we've kind of like, we ended up splitting our podcast into two different ones because we started coming up with various little segments. Like we'd uh, do a little kind of uh, movie review and uh, I'd talk a little bit about some shark news that's going on because I'm terrified of sharks, but <laughs> love talking about them when there's like attacks and stuff that's happening. So, and that just ended up becoming all a bit too much for just one single podcast. So, yeah, so we came up with a, another one which Sean runs. So, there you go, dude. I just pimped you a show for nothing. How about Thanks. that? <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> it is self serving, you know. You, you're my co host on it. So. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, but the, yeah, and we, we found podcasting, it's such a, a random like thing to get into in the sense that everybody has like so many different like expectations of what to do when you, when you start, start doing it. And, uh, like realistically it never sort of like turns out how you originally thought it might end up it's mm. like always evolving and um yeah i mean I'd, I'd hoped originally when we first started to have like three or four different podcasts going by now and when you get into the world of podcasting you realize how many podcasts are out there yeah some of them you're just like nah because one of them we were going to just do like um what was it um, movie reviews and there's so many podcasts out there, literally like probably millions that just do nothing but review movies. So mm-hmm. we were just like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're better at it than we are. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. is that too. There are, there are a couple of movie review ones that I listen to and they do <clears throat> so much better job than we could have ever done. Well, Mostly because you hate every movie you see pretty much. <laughs> the first time round, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have this habit where I watch a movie and I generally don't like it. And then the second time I watch it, I kind of enjoy it, <laughs> but I don't know. I think the second time it's just because there's no expectations there when you're watching it. So I don't know, I'm a hard yeah. guy to please. So I understand. I'm the same way. I walk out of a movie and like, I, I can never just say like, that was a great movie. It's always like, that was a great movie, but if it, they had done this, this and that, it would have been better. Yep. That's yeah, exactly we're all, what I'm we're like. We're all kind of critics, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and professional critics, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have a medium in which to like give out your opinions, I guess it technically makes you a professional. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I'm just trying to make us sound more important than we actually are. I think. That, that works. That's yeah. going to go up if we ever get a website up. That will be up there as, as one of the things that, you know, because we've got a medium, we are technically professional. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, and I'm sure you don't mind if we quote you on that. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Technically professional, and then just put me under it. Yeah. Cool. yeah. We'll highlight speaking the of, technically. <laughs> speaking of movies, mm-hmm. just because it gives everyone a, a sense of who we all are and stuff, favorite film or favorite ish oh. film? Something up there in the top 10. Uh, in the top 10, definitely Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, wow. Um, Without a doubt in my mind, instantly <laughs> up there. Probably number one, but like it's hard to commit. Um, love it, love it, love it. Like always go. We um we don't have it like monthly here because I live in a pretty small town area, but like we always have like a big Halloween show that we all go out and do and so I always participate in that. <laughs> and that's kind of like rock or horror rocky theme. Rocky, rocky horror rock. theme. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice play on words, dude. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, favorite TV show? Favorite TV show. Hmm. Or ish, <coughs> Walking Dead. Ish. Uh, right now, 
I hate to say it, but I'm not a huge fan of like comic book men. So like I fail at that. But um Wow. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I it, it's just because like it seems so I don't know, kind of just script not scripted, but like, you know, if you listen to to Tell Him Steve and Dave, you see like a different side to all the guys on that show and so then you you kind of see how a little cheesy the show is. Um, I really do enjoy Walking Dead. Um, yes. And along those lines, on AMC, Hell on Wheels. Oh, my gosh. Love Hell on Wheels. And then along the lines of, like, Hell on Wheels, Deadwood. So I like I like one-hour dramas, I guess. Cool. <laughs> when you say Deadwood, is this the, is in the, the Western Deadwood? Not the Western. Yes. Ah, oh, I love that show. I'm catching up on it at the moment. And... <laughs> There was only three seasons, wasn't there? There's only three seasons. You'll get yeah. to the end of the third season and then probably just be so depressed because there's no more. Yeah, I'm literally, I think I'm only a few episodes away from the end of season three, but I'm loving that show. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. And what's Hell on Wheels? Because I've I've heard of it. I haven't seen it yet, though. Um, it's a, it's another Western show, but it's about the um, Transcontinental Ra- uh, Railroad in America. And um, there was one railroad that started building from the East Coast and one that started building from the West Coast, both with the goals of making it to the opposite coast, but then eventually they just kind of meet in the middle. Huh. Um, but it's it's really interesting. Like, it's just a good show. They, they add a lot of drama to it. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds interesting. From the name of it, I, I kind of... I've always thought of it as something like Sons of Anarchy, but clearly it's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's hey, when you mention Western, yeah. I figure they're not going to be like riding across the Wild West on their hogs or something. No, not quite. Um, that's what they would call the town, because like the town, it would be like you know, a, the bar and the brothels and stuff would just move along the railroad. Like if they would build twenty miles, so then the town would move twenty miles, and they would just uh, so that's they call the town Hell on Wheels because it was always it was always moving down the the road. It's interesting that that sold me on the show. <laughs> it's fantastic, definitely. And, and check any, it. any any like little things I've read about it here and there, which has not been much, just been the title and maybe blah person's been cast, hasn't sparked my interest at all. But the moving town, Hell on Wheels, actually sounds interesting. So it's fantastic. That's on the list to uh, to start watching, and definitely. then I'll do Deadwood later. <laughs> <laughs> You've not seen Deadwood yet? No. Oh man, you love it. It's got that dude so from hype. Die Hard in it. Yes, Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant, Oliphant, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's good. And other people, Bobby from Supernatural. He's in it. I can never remember his yeah, name either. He yeah, he's awesome uh, in it too. And some other people, you're Brad, is it Brad? Yeah, Brad Dorff. Dorff? Something like that. Yes, Brad Dorff's in it. The guy yeah, who's Chucky, um, the guy I, who's the voice of Chucky, he's in it. Yeah. Um, there's other people. You'll you'll be watching be like, oh my God, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. And they most of them look awesome because they rock some good tashes. So yes, there, there's a lot of pretty fantastic facial hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely. Love old facial hair. Yeah, I definitely recommend that. Have you um uh you, you've been you mentioned well I mentioned Supernatural, but have you you seen that watching that? I'm moment? a big fan of Supernatural. I uh, I um actually just started it. I don't know, a few months ago, not a few months ago, like six months ago, and um, I got way into it, watched all the seasons, now I'm completely caught up, watch it weekly, love it. And I ne- like I never realized what a huge fan base that show has, yeah. but like then you see people like rocking Supernatural shirts or like making references to it, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, the show is really way more popular than I expected. <laughs> yeah, it has really, really taken off. Um, yeah. I know you're not quite up to date on it, Scott. 
What? You're watching other things like Deadwood, Supernatural. Um, we, um, we're, well, technically, season 10's only just started, hasn't it? Yeah, we're like yeah. six, seven episodes in. Okay, yeah, so I've got like, the first couple of episodes to... Actually, I've, I've not seen any of season 10 yet, but I have the first yeah. few ready on standby ready to watch. But, um, yeah, up to nine, I'm, I'm up to date, so it's all it's all good. But, yeah, I mean, don't worry about spoilers, dude. You um, crack on if you Let's need spoil to. spoil away. It won't spoil yeah. anything. Well, okay. it might, but... Uh, well, that's you. fine. Um, <laughs> Sam, have you watched the, uh, the uh, what was it, the 200th episode, the special that was on last week um, or the week before? Yes. Is that the one that Jensen directed? I don't know if he did, but it's got yeah. a lot of uh, singing in it, I guess one could say. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah. I what, did that one. What did you think of that? You know, I loved it just because um, I've been spending a lot of time recently teaching a drama class in high school, a high school drama class. So, like, that part of it really kind of... I don't know, resonated with me because I'm like, oh my God, these are, these are my kids. These are my students, basically. Like they're all, they all act very similar where it's like, they think they know everything and they don't. So that, that made me chuckle. And, um, they're actually doing something similar where they're, they're working on an assignment where they adapt TV shows for the stage right now. And so it's kind of, it just, it resonated a lot with my current like situation in life. And that's why I think I enjoyed it. I think that if I would just been a casual viewer, I'm not sure if I would have liked it as much, but um, I thought it was. I thought it was fun. They called back a lot of great stuff, which was entertaining. Yeah, I, th- I thought so as well. And uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see what Scott thinks when he gets around to it. Um, I think without like the brothers and their reactions to what was going on, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I would have enjoyed it as much. But the fact that they're kind of looking like from the outside into their life and and what's happened, was, yeah, was done quite well. Um, and I'm a sucker for, and I don't know why, but like when a classic rock song gets taken and they do like an acapella of it or a slowed down version, some of them really work. And when they do, um, and the name of the song is completely carry on really, my wayward yes, son. Yeah, the, that was really good. I thought it, that was really it was. Good. It, it was surprisingly good. I, I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, absolutely. Well, All I'm right. looking forward to it. So I got to ask because um, watch it twice, dude. Two times. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, um, most women that I've uh, that I've met that have seen the show or know anything about it, uh, they all lean towards like their their favorite. And I don't know if it's based on looks or whatever, but they lean towards the character of um, Sam. They like think that he's the better looking one and stuff. It's Dean, right? It's Dean for sure. See, yeah, go team Dean. <laughs> yeah, because oh, when people talk about it, I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind to be, you know, looking at Dean's right there. Why, Sam? What? I don't get it. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad you've got like uh, some points already in my book for well, for being you know, a Dean I love fan. classic rock and I love classic cars. So I mean, it was not. Oh, good, I love a the choice. car. Yeah, I love the car. That's brilliant. Cool. I'm gonna make a note of that supernatural. <laughs> And then, like, like is, that, is that what right. you're doing over there? You're making notes of <laughs> I am because I, I like to make notes as we go. So, like, if people ever decide to come back, I can have that quick flick back and be like, oh, yeah, it's cool. And my iPad's dead at the moment. So, that's hence why I'm back on the old, old school pen and paper. Um, <laughs> old school. I like it. Yeah. That's how we roll sometimes. If you like that, you'll love Sean. He's got like two of these little fancy books. Kind of reminds me of um, Dad's diary from Indiana Jones, you know, the Grail diary. Yeah. So, you an Indiana Jones fan? Um, I am. I loved the first three nice. so much that when the fourth one came out, I... Um... Wait, there's a fourth one? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, when when they said that there was going to be a fourth one, I went and um, like my friends and I like camped out at the movie theater for, Aww. and I'm not lying here, like eight hours before the movie started. <laughs> and we like we brought a laptop and watched all the uh, the first three movies, and I was wearing like you know the brown leather jacket and the fedora and got like way too into it, and then I <laughs> yeah <laughs> left a little bit more heartbroken than I came, but mm. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I um. I mean, I've, I think it's like obviously not the best one of all of them, but I didn't have as many problems as most other people seem to have with it. Uh, there were some of the obvious ones that the refrigerator bit at the beginning, that was a bit kind of like, what? <laughs> you know, he survived a nuclear blast. Well, okay, not a nuclear, but an atomic blast in a fridge. Um, yeah. That was a bit it's weird. It's hat made it. Yeah, it's hat made it, yeah. And... Um, the alien bit didn't bother me too much. Uh, in fact, if anything, uh, Shire's character bugged me in that more than the alien stuff. The alien thing, I was just like, well, it's Indiana Jones, you know. It could have been a better story, I think. But mm-hmm. for what it was, I was like, yeah, it's okay. And, yeah, I always had that thing where people are bitching about it. And I'm like, so, yeah, you've got a problem with the alien stuff, but you've got no problem with a 900-year-old knight that's, like, you know, immortal or whatever, <laughs> and and uh, and the Ark that just, like, melts Nazis and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, I don't have a problem. Yeah, so it's just like, of course there's going to be that sort of fancy element, but, yeah, it was, yeah. I, I, the casting was really off for me. The hair and makeup was just insane, and and... Yeah, the story could have been better, I think. So, but I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people make it out to be. I warmed up to it a little bit on second viewing, which was like probably five years after it originally came out or whatever. Um, I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna sit down and make it happen. And I did. And I actually, like, I felt the same way. I was like, you know what? It's not as bad as I made it out to be because I didn't have those expectations that I had in the first, you know, when I first saw it. But still, the aliens lost me. I'm not a space person. Like, Star Wars, Star Trek, all of it. I'm not, it just, for some reason, it doesn't appeal to me. So, um, How can you be into all kind of nerdy sorry. stuff but not be into Star Trek <laughs> or Star Wars? Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm more like comic superheroes, stuff like that I can do. Like, I can, but, uh, yeah, Star Trek and Star Wars have never really um, resonated well with me. And it, it seems weird, I think, because I was kind of the perfect age for the second trilogy, for the new trilogy in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, like the first one came out when I was a kid. The second one came out, like when I was a little bit older, the third one came out when I was in high school. So I thought, Oh, like, you know, age wise, it seems perfect, but it's, yeah, never, never have really been big into it. Just space doesn't appeal to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that okay. I think if you've that's, explored both of us, but no, that's, <laughs> that scratches some of my questions off the board. <laughs> yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I can talk about them. Like I, I mean, I've seen all of them multiple times. Right. But I'm just saying, like, it's I'm not. I don't consider myself like a fan of them. I'm I'm very familiar with them though, and I can have conversations. Okay. Would you say that you, <laughs> even though you're not a fan of them, you enjoy them or some of them? I would say so, yeah. I okay. mean, um, I really enjoy the original trilogy, and I've I enjoy the campiness of like the original Star Trek TV show. And <laughs> yeah. I think that the um, I think that the remake, the the movies that J.J. Abrams have been doing, have been pretty great. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of uh, the second one, the Star Trek Into Darkness, just because I feel like it rehashed so much from Wrath of Khan. 
that it, I just felt like it wasn't that original, and that kind of bummed me out. But um, other than that, that seems to be the um, uh, the one well the main problem that uh, everyone that I know who that I've read on like whether it be Twitter or the internet or that yeah people that I've spoken to that seems to be the problem because and their problem is that J.J. Abrams lied to them because he said that it was going to have no connection to Wrath of Khan and it wasn't going to be similar in any kind of way shape or form and then it was basically Wrath of Khan just kind of reversed a little bit which I really enjoyed I'm like the one person I know that really enjoyed it for what it is uh, on my second viewing so but yeah everybody seems to have that problem and I really enjoyed it uh, yeah like I said for what it was I, I mean I cry at everything these days but I still cry at the end when you know spoilers Kirk dies that still gets me now and i'm just like oh my god it's adorable <laughs> <laughs> yeah and spock's a little like you know emotional bitch now compared to the rigid old kind of spock that we all kind of well mm-hmm. that like me and sean would have grown up with Cause i keep forgetting you you must be like what early 20s mid 20s uh, mid 20s yeah Mid-20s. Oh, okay yeah so yeah so the old spock used to be quite kind of rigid and robotic whereas in this one mm. because of the, the time difference and uh, the way that they've kind of rewritten the history of things he's um more or not so much of in, in control of his uh, his human side so which is really nice to see so yeah i love it i love the second one and um bennett uh, can i can never remember his name bennett i keep wanting to say benedict cumberland cumberland or something was it Cumber. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. What a mouthful that is, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> I Yeah, so as if I don't have enough problems talking as it is. Yeah, and I, I really didn't like the idea of him playing uh, whoever he was going to play in the movie. And then, yeah, I think he actually did a really good job. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hate, i got to say, I, I don't want to sound like gay, gay or anything, especially after all the talking I've done about Dean and Supernatural. <laughs> but he looks really good with long hair, Benedict. What's his face? Mm-hmm. I think he looks good looking. Just me? I mean, I'm not okay. a huge fan. All right. Okay. No, Sherlock? Not a fan of that? No. Okay, fine. I mean, like, I like Sherlock. I enjoy Sherlock. I'm just not, I just, I'm not a huge fan of him as an actor, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. I feel like he's kind of two-dimensional. He's got, like, super calm and collected, and then he's got, like, really angry, and that's it. He's got two speeds, and that's okay. not Actually, much I, for me. I've not seen... <laughs> the only thing I've seen him in so far is, uh, is Star Trek. I've not seen Sherlock or anything, which I've heard is really good, but... Yeah, okay. so I've seen Sherlock. I enjoyed Sherlock. Um, yeah? Yeah. He's, I haven't seen... I've seen him in a couple of other things, but it didn't really have an impact on me. And no. I know he did. Like, his one recent big sort of standalone film where he led it, and he was supposed to be the kind of the driving force behind it flopped big time yeah. that uh thing about the dude that was the wikileaks guy um, yeah that didn't go over particularly well so at the moment he seems like the the actor that's good as a supporting cast member on the big screen right obviously in sherlock right he's the main but he's then still he's sharing the screen with martin freeman who's an amazing actor yeah Absolutely. who's um, he martin. martin freeman plays watson he's uh the hobbit oh the hobbit he, yeah yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is literally the Hobbit. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of, of Benedict, I'm going to try to use that as a segue um, <laughs> for another question. I love it when we try this. <laughs> yeah, try this. It's probably not going to work, but I'll give it a shot. Um, are you kind of into the, the Marvel films? The, the, yes. The, cool. What are your thoughts about him possibly being cast as Doctor Strange? Um, I'm not thrilled. Like ah. I said, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of him as an actor. I think that it will make a truckload of money because 
I seem to be in the minority in that sense. Um, every let's face be... it, every Marvel film at this point is going to make a ton of money, regardless of who they cast That's or what true. they do. Yeah, so, that's very true. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I will say I agree with you. I, I don't, I don't like it either. All right, so, so you've, you've got you've got a friend it. in that in that um, yeah thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to jump on this train too. Yeah, I don't want him either. <laughs> I just think they could have they could get somebody like what they did when they started the whole Marvel thing. They took either actors that were looking for a big career revival, Robert Downey Jr., um, or unknowns, or yeah. people that were starting out their career. And that's not the case with them. They, I'm sure there's somebody out there that looks the part, that's a good actor that we don't know about that can just do a good job with it, yeah. and not, I, not bank on that. They I knew agree. This. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite Marvel film? Favorite Marvel film. Ooh, that's a toughie. I really discounting... enjoyed the Avengers. Okay. Discounting <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers? I was going to say, discounting the Avengers, and I'm not sure where you come down on Guardians. Um, um, you know, I liked Guardians. It's hard to classify it as a Marvel film, um, just because it, it's kind of like, it just doesn't feel as connected to everything else. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure that that'll change in the future. Yeah. But I just feel like it kind of... It's hard because that it just feels so disconnected from the rest of the universe. I really enjoyed um, both Captain Americas, actually. I really thought that they they did really well. Um, not, I mean, the Thor movies were okay. I think that he is better as a supporting character. Like he did well. Like I, I enjoyed Thor and Loki both a lot more in the Avengers than I did in either of the uh, Thor movies. Yeah, I guess. And. I guess Iron Man 1, of course, has to go up there because that's what started it all, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm with you on all that. That's good. Yeah, you um, would be. <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the Iron Mans, obviously one set aside, two and three, did you, how'd, how'd you find them? I thought that two was all right. Um, I actually really enjoyed, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy that played Whiplash. Don, um, Don Cheadley? No, no, no. no um, damn it! <laughs> the one time I remember his name, it's not even the right character. The guy that's got, <laughs> that's got a Grand Canyon on his face. A Grand yeah. Canyon? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mickey Rourke, that's it. Yes, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Canyon on his face. Oh, look at a close-up of it. Like, pull a up online and look at a close-up. Of... He's definitely haggard looking. Yeah. I hope he comes over to Comic Con next year. I'm so telling him that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he will kick uh, your ass. I'll take an ass whipping for that one. <laughs> yeah. But I think that the way that they did it, um, like I, I think that they did well with with Whiplash, given the context. I think that Mickey Rourke did well with it, even though they were like trying to make him so ridiculously stereotypically like Russian. <laughs> they're like at one point they're like here's some vodka just hold it in the scene like, yeah yeah um but i still like i thought it was fun i thought that um sam rockwell as justin hammer was pretty fun too like he was a good com uh, comedic relief but i i did not like the third one at all mm -mm. nope 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 good i enjoyed i enjoyed the twist like just because i didn't see it coming and that's something that because i do watch a ton of movies you know, I can usually see a twist coming from a mile away. I did not see that coming in um, in Iron Man three. That's the only thing that I enjoyed, though. I didn't like that they actually did it. Yeah. But I like that I didn't see it coming. I, I, I'm I assuming when that happened. Yeah, Sorry. I'm assuming we're we're referring to the part because I've not seen it. But this is the part where they've kind of made him not Iron Man, where they he took out the thing, or whatever the the power. Oh no, I meant uh, with with uh, Ben Kingsley. Oh, what happened? Uh, he's uh, where he's he's not actually the Mandarin. 
Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's an actor playing the part of a terrorist. Right. Yes. Okay. It, yeah. Uh, I would say watch it, but... <sighs> yeah. Don't. <laughs> no. I know where you come down on, on all these films. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. When I sat there watching that and it happened, I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. But why? What, what the fuck just happened? Right. Oh, it's, was... um, yeah, it's difficult to <laughs> swallow a little bit. Um, just because, you know, somebody, and I'm sure that you guys are probably the same way. If you're familiar with, like, comics and the canon, it's, it's always hard to see them stray away from that. And then you just get even more excited when they succeed. But, like, I, do, I just was not a fan of that choice. No, that's true. And up to that point in time, like, his portrayal of the character was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really menacing. Um, and I thought they were pulling it off well, despite the fact that they changed him from being, you know, kind of Middle Eastern or Asian to whatever he was, more Middle yeah. Eastern type thing. But he, yeah, he was so menacing. He came across really well. And then when that turn happens in it and he walks out of uh, whatever it was, the bathroom or something, and he's got that thick British accent. Yeah. Um, and hi, my name's Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, It was a hard moment to swallow. Yeah, it it was. And I haven't gone back to watch the film again just because of that. I thought uh, maybe I should watch this again and see if it really was as bad. But oh, it's I I haven't watched it either, but it is as bad. I mean, isn't there a point where like Guy Pierce is like almost pretty much breathing fire? Yes. Like that happens, right? Yeah. That that happens. Yeah. Yeah, Just can't. And um, there is on. I think it's on the Thor 2 Blu-ray, I think. There's, you know, Marvel do their one-shots, so they're little mm-hmm. kind of shorts. There is one that picks up the storyline of that character, of uh, the Mandarin or Trevor, when he's in prison. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? I, I vaguely remember this. Like, doesn't he actually, like, like there's, like, another red herring where, like, he, there's, like, another Mandarin or something like that, and he gets, like, recruited by them or something? Yeah, well, he gets, um, somebody comes into prison to interview him, so he's basically reveling in his 15 minutes of fame. Epic mm-hmm. spoilers, by the way, to everybody out there. <laughs> um, and the Mandarin sends operatives into the prison and breaks him out, mm-hmm. or kidnaps him from prison. Um, but there's a little line in it basically saying that, you know, aren't you worried that the real Mandarin will retaliate against you for turning him into a complete mockery. And then he gets ripped out of the prison. So I'm guessing Marvel have gone, oh, shit, you know, we, <laughs> we fucked up. Here, we'll do this little thing, and then maybe he'll come back into the films at some point later. Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah, there you go. Something else you don't have to watch now, Scott. Yep, thanks. Cool. <laughs> or anybody else out there that hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are we just kind of like, are we just forgetting that Iron Man 3 sort of happened or... Uh... Well, right. we'll, I think. I think that there was good been. portions in it. Um, okay. I think that they're going to definitely address stuff like how um, Tony has PTSD. Like that's a. I think that that's great that they add that in there. Like it gives it a, a lot of like a huge sense of reality where you know it's he's because he is he's just a guy in a suit. Hmm. So it's this great moment where you kind of see a lot more of like his humanness rather than his superhero ness. So yeah. I mean, it's got some it's got some great context, but. Also, some terrible, terrible choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's cool. I think as, as, as far as the cinematic universe goes, it will stay in there because I think it plays a big part in the next Avengers in terms of yeah, how, you know what what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least I think so. I could be completely wrong, completely full of shit. But I uh, think we all know where it's headed. 
Sorry? I, so. I said we all know where it's headed, Avengers and stuff. It's just the these yeah. silly, silly little standalone films that are just getting in the way at the moment. So. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like Avengers films, one after the other. <laughs> that, that would be awesome. I'd, be, I'd love that. Yeah. Why all the standalones? But... It's not because it's, I'm sure like like you and everybody else that watches them, like when you're watching uh, particularly Captain America, Mm. Like, where's everybody else? Yeah, like Captain yeah, like, America too. Yeah. yeah, where's the Hulk? I mean, okay, sure. Um, what's her face? Was it Black Widow and that? But yeah. I was like, where's the Hulk? Where's Tony? And I mean, where's I hate... Hawkeye? Yeah, you know, who's a Shield agent? I mean, was he stuck on a submarine somewhere at the bottom of the ocean? Yeah. The yeah, only yeah. one that I guess you could understand is Thor. Maybe he was off somewhere mm. else in the galaxy, but everybody else, yeah, could have shown up. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, this is where I'm like really. Uh, when it comes to criticism, I'm so upwards and backwards with these kind of things because, I mean, do I, if you haven't noticed, I do like some of the Marvel films. Some I, I just I hate, and I will maybe tell you my list in a bit of ones I really don't like. But it just kind of like frustrates me that, and I know there's like rights issues and things like that, but every like hero in the Marvel universe lives in New York. And like yeah. when you have this thing kick off, like Avengers, love the film. I think it's epic. It's just amazing. It's, it it blew my mind, and the way that um, it's filmed, Joss Whedon did an amazing job of that. And of course, everyone else involved. But you got you can't help but wondering, being like, you know, what what's all the X Men doing? Where's Spider Man? You know, what are they all doing? And I know, like I said, there's a rights issue, but. I've always said it just would have been nice, like during one of those scenes when the camera is just following them all around the city as all the carnage is going on, just to yeah. see like a web, you know, between a building or something. Oh, that would have been awesome. Just a little like kind of nod to suggest that you know Spider-Man was there, just on a different part of the city, you know, taking on shit, things like that. Just would have been awesome, but but yeah, and so yeah, when you get to these later films. You are just like, where is everybody? And uh, and even with the series, uh, the agents of shield or whatever it's called and uh it's it's sure it's getting better as the series gets on i guess but through a lot of it you're kind of like wondering like well why can't they just pick up the phone and like you say call hawkeye for you know an assist of some sort so that's most of my issues with it but that's it i agree (laughs) yeah oh yeah and um yeah well uh Okay, the Iron Man films, I, d- I didn't like at all. I might as well hit the list now. I didn't like any of the Iron Man films. One, can't stand. Two, watched most of it, keep falling asleep. Three, I haven't touched yet. I think I did start watching it, but fell asleep. Um, the first Captain America, not a big fan of, but I want to go back and watch it again. Second one, I didn't particularly like. And I d- we don't know why. This is where we picked up that. Most... I was going to say, like, so, wait, so do you like any of them? Or is it... <laughs> yeah, well... I'm trying to think. I like Thor. Um, want to see the is second that one? Of his, you like his hair, isn't it? It might be. Yeah. yeah. He, to be fair, again, I don't want to sound gay, but he's pretty good looking in that film too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, looking forward to watching the second one because last time I tried watching it again, I fell asleep. Um, Captain America Two did have some good moments in it, but it's one that I need to go back and revisit. Although I don't like. Um, Black Widow and that at all. It, whatever they did with her looks, the straight hair and stuff looks awful, and it's really off-putting. And there's something going on with her face. Maybe it's just me that's noticed this. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, like, I, I guess I didn't give it much thought, but. <laughs> ah, um, 
You're still alone on that one, dude. Damn it. Okay, yeah. I will find someone who... Yeah, okay, what other Marvel film? Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy, I enjoyed that. But like you say, I, I didn't really like see that as a Marvel film or a film that fits within this whole Marvel Universe thing they're doing at the moment. I enjoyed it for what it is. I wouldn't say it, everyone's going out there screaming that it's movie of the year, and I don't think it is at all. Um, I lean more towards like the X-Men films myself. Um, mm. Whatever Marvel films are there been? Has there been any others? Um, the Hulk. So... Yeah, I guess yeah. The, the Incredible Hulk is part of it. Yep, I like that. Yes, even though they kind of downplay it, it's still part, I think, technically. Yeah, yeah, and I enjoyed, um, yeah, both of them. In fact, because it was the first, the first one with Eric Banner is not has got no connection to it. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but I still enjoyed that one. So, um, yeah, Thor I liked Iron Man. I didn't Captain America a bit sketchy yeah so as much as i like marvel the films i'm struggling with at the moment so you like <laughs> yeah so far it's, it's um... interesting like an, event, <clears throat> so an avenger has got all the characters and you're fine with them just not in their own films um yeah i don't know if it's yeah i don't know if it's just because of like maybe the story or something i don't know but yeah avengers i think's brilliant thor's kind of cool but i don't know I'm just maybe I'm just an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I got I got nothing on that one. I'm like more DC sort of guy, so yeah. Yeah, but you're not gonna tell me you you like the DC movies better, right? <laughs> there's, there's not many of them. Oh, um, yeah, but all both of them. <laughs> I uh, well, there's Man of Steel. Right. Yeah, there's Man of Steel, and then I guess in the like DC Extended <clears throat> Universe thing that they're starting, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the only one. Yeah, yeah. which um, I know a lot of people uh, have like you know made their various bitches about Man of Steel, and they argue about the damage it's been caused and all this kind of stuff and that. But I think from a DC perspective, you kind of have to, comp- being its first film, you have to compare that to Iron Man, which based on the timeline, everyone's just been comparing it to Avengers, because uh, I think it came out like not too long after that, or around about mm-hmm. the same time, and which is a natural thing to do, but if you look at it from the first film that DC have started, like Marvel did with Iron Man, that's the films that you should compare it to. And yes, I do prefer Man of Steel, and I will argue this whole, uh, the cost of the damage to the city compared to the Marvel films. Um... But yeah, I do prefer them, and even like going back to the like well the previous stuff. I mean, I guess you can't really, well you can because it's DC, the Dark Knight trilogy. Love that, uh, and like the Dark Knight alone, I think it's one of the best movies ever. So, I would definitely agree. It's one of the best. I mean, I, I don't know if I could put it in the best movies ever, but it's definitely like in the top three comic book movies of all time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um. What did you think of Man of Steel? Yeah. He asks uh... apprehensively. <laughs> I'm always, I always get scared because I know people that generally like have the same sort of point of view. I think that as an actor, Henry Cavill is an amazing Superman. Cool. And good. I. He's a good-looking guy that... too. Is it all downhill from there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that. I mean. It was better than what was it? Superman Returns or whatever that came out. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I am one of those people. I, I don't mind the damage because I feel like in the context of the situation, like this is his first big superhero battle and he doesn't necessarily know how to control himself. 
But I was not a fan of the uh, the killing. Like, I just, I thought there was too much. Uh, like, Superman's not supposed to, to cross that line, and, like, the first thing they do is cross that line. Oh, what was that? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, I, um, I think, I don't know, I was never, like, a big fan of the Superman comics. It's one of the ones that I didn't read a lot of until the death of Superman came along. That was awesome. Um, but I've always come down, and I've got a problem with Superman, Batman, well, basically those main two guys, in that they don't kill. Mm-hmm. But the amount of people that have died as a result of them not just killing their arch nemesis is mm-hmm. countless. If if Superman would have killed Lex or Batman would have killed the Joker, they would have saved hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of lives. That's very true. And then on the flip side of it, when you look at some of the, the Marvel stuff, um, even in the comics, um, they just they kill their foes as, you know, whenever they can, unless it's like their big enemy that they can't actually kill or they have trouble taking on. There's that, that sense of, you know, what's right and what's wrong. There's the morality of it. What, you know, you commit one arguably small evil, but you save so many people's lives. Um, so I kind of like the fact that in the end he just takes Zod out because he wouldn't, all you would then just have is a repeat. Every film or let's say it was a TV show or a comic book, every episode he breaks out of prison or he does something else to then like threaten Earth again or destroy another city and he locks him back up and then he escapes again and you think, just kill him. Enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Like, I mean, that's an argument that you always hear in comics or like when you're watching like, uh, I remember when I was little, the, uh, the Batman animated series, like we'd watch that and be like, why didn't you just kill him? Like he's clearly like, Every single episode, like he's fighting the Joker and then putting him back in jail or whatever. Like, After the I, mean, like I remember killed half having the city. those arguments as a child. Yeah. Um, and I think that it does. I mean, and I guess it's, you can see it as a positive. Is it? It does open that that debate that a lot of superhero fans have. Is like, is it worth the greater good and things yeah. like that? Um, that I like. So I mean, I I see positives personally. Like I just wasn't I, I I guess I disagreed with the choice that he made in that moment, Superman. Um, so I guess I, I I can see where it comes from being a positive. I'm not. It's not like it ruined the movie for me. It was just one of the things where I was like, man, I would wish that it was um, different. Um, the one thing that I really did hate in that movie though was um, Kevin Costner as Pa Kent. He was terrible. What? Come on! Such a douche. The bridge, oh the no, don't, no. Come on! I cried at that too. <laughs> Surprisingly, like I said, I cry everything. I, I thought he was okay. I do, I do. Mm, I know because most people that I've uh, spoken to again, they claimed that one of the main sort of problems they had was the whole when he's talking, the whole like flashbacks when he's talking to Clark and Clark's all like, you know, what was I supposed to do? Let them die? And he's like, yeah, maybe. You know, you would yeah, be like, like that's, what? That's not okay. <laughs> yeah, be like, what, know, Jonathan he's... Kent? Have we ever heard like say that? But then yeah, I kind like... of, I do kind of see that there's, for me, it was nice to kind of see that different side of uh, Jonathan Kent, who his like his main first priority is to look out for his son, and he doesn't want him to be exposed because in any kind of like um, normal sort of world, when you come across a kid that has these sort of powers. You're going to think, right, keep it quiet, because the moment it gets out, the moment the media and stuff gets attention, the government will come and take him away and perform tests and stuff, and you don't want to do that. So you want to protect that kid, 
uh, or your, you know, your, your son. So from that side of it, it kind of made sense. But when like when you, if you piece it all together, all the flashbacks and like watch them all in one uh, like long stream, it kind of like all makes sense of how he's getting Clark to make all the decisions for his future self to like the whole decide what kind of man he wants to be sort of thing. So, and I, and I think a lot of the flashbacks kind of get forgotten about because people do focus on that bit when he's just like, yeah, what was I supposed to do to let him die? And he's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Well, I just feel like he did help Clark become who he was supposed to be. But by being the devil's advocate, like throughout it, like Clark ends up, even as like a seven-year-old boy being like the voice of morality in those situations where he's like, yeah, you wanted me to let those people die? Like, that's wrong. And I think that even in the, the situation where he's like, where Jonathan Kent just walks into the tornado, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just, like, I feel like he as a parent made a series of poor choices that ended up working out. <laughs> and like, he ended up with a pretty all right kid. But like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't necessarily think that... Um, I just I, I, I didn't like it because he always was supposed to be like the you know the perfect all American dad in my eyes you know just like uh, Clark Kent Superman is supposed to be like the perfect all American guy um, so that's always kind of how I've, I've seen uh, Jonathan Kent so for him to be kind of like I don't know I guess a more three dimensional character yeah <laughs> it, was, uh, it definitely it definitely came across like that with uh, his portrayal in Smallville that I don't know if you ever did you did you watch Smallville yes. Yeah, so the um the Jonathan Kent in that who was that? That was um that was a guy called John, right? Jonathan. It was John John, uh, John Schneider. Yeah, his his portrayal was literally the all American dad, uh, the best yeah. dad of, of of the world. And because like and I used to remember, I used to joke because I, I used to watch it with my mum, and every episode you could not go one single episode without him going to see Clark normally towards the end and he'd have some sort of chat to uh, talk about whatever troubles Clark had been having at that point and he'd end up putting his hand on Clark's shoulder and going, I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> Without fail, every episode. And, yeah, again, that was a really sad moment when he like left in season five, I think it was. Uh, yeah, so whenever I, he did, yeah. yeah. See, like, I was, I was a lot more depressed by that than I was by... Uh, the movie Jonathan Kent walking into the tornado that didn't really bug me that much. I was like, "Good, he's a jerk." <laughs> yeah, no, that's were, that's were either of you guys because it's not. I quite enjoyed the film. I've watched it a few times. Although every time I do watch it, you pick up little things as you would with anything you watch over and over again. I find I really annoying how it's like in four seasons or something. Sorry, four scenes. He does this whole. Screaming, shouting, struggling, ah, and he's yeah. trying to lift something yes. or flying or trying to accomplish a task where it's really dramatic the first time he does it because he's you can tell, like, okay, he's the strongest man in this world and he's still having to put effort into it. But then 20 minutes later, does the same thing. And you're like, well, <laughs> he's struggling a bit there and now he's struggling again. And holy crap, that one's a bit hard. And he's having a bit of a, a good scream fest over here as well. <laughs> and after the fourth time, I was like, okay, now this is getting too much. <laughs> You're like, we get it. You're having some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't need to, uh, you know, maybe like 
have his uniform getting ripped or something because he's putting so much pressure into it. His his muscles are bulging. But yeah, the constant screaming. Yeah. That that started to get a bit a bit much. Yeah, I, I've I've been wondering. I've, I mean, this is, it's really minor thing, but something that I am looking forward to in the next film is to wonder: Are they going to do anything with the the suit? Because I remember watching. Um, uh, like Man of Steel, nothing, you know, with all the fights, there was no, and going through buildings and stuff, no tears or anything like that. And I, and I know it's like not connected, but I remember Superman Returns, like how there's that scene on the roof when he's getting gunned, he's being shot at by that minigun or whatever, and the yeah. bullets are just bouncing off his suit, no bullet holes, nothing, and it's like indestructible suit. Yeah, in the end, when he collapses and he gets rushed to the hospital, they just rip it off him. <laughs> like this yeah yeah it's so backwards yeah. and i was like what is it it's i mean like little things like that that bug me or like in um it, going back to iron man 3 like they have this serum that's supposed to heal them and then the chick's got like a scar on her face the entire movie yes <laughs> like, clearly that makes no sense is, <laughs> like because they were trying to do like a nod to um oh what was it um not man thing, the other one. Um, oh. not the the similar one. Uh, no wait, maybe it was man thing because that's Marvel. Yeah, um, I was thinking of Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, right. yeah. Um, because it's Marvel. So, but like, yeah, it's supposed to be his lady who gets a scar across her face. But then I was like, well, like that's cute that you guys are trying to hide Easter eggs, but it's totally opposing the entire idea of the movie, like a major plot point that you're trying to get through. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I haven't like thought that. about that one. <laughs> <laughs> one more reason for me not to go back and watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to the new. Uh, okay, let's let, let me hit um, a quick while we're on comics and stuff. Let me hit you with a uh, a DC question. New film coming out. After the hype's all, or the hype, after the, the wars sort of like settled down for the moment, how do you feel about the whole Ben Affleck being Batman thing? Okay, that's fine. Next question. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Because I, yeah? I was like, when I first saw I was like, that's dumb. They're just giving it to him because of Argo and like how like he's getting them prestige and stuff like that. But um, then I saw the photo hmm. and I felt a little bit differently about it. Yeah. Um, What's the, because I, clearly, obviously, you, you you had misgivings about Ben Affleck going into the role. I said 90% of the world. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do so many people not like this guy? I just, I mean, I just didn't really see him as, I, I mean, I, I just don't think I've ever really taken him seriously, to be honest. I mean... Okay. So you're kind of leading into you're indifferent. It's not in the camp of like Ben Affleck sucks. No, no, it was never like that. But I was like, I just because Batman's probably my favorite hero of all time. So to have somebody who like I don't really, I I guess you could say I don't really respect as an actor, fill those Ooh. those boots was uh, <laughs> was kind of hard to swallow. So I mean, Come like on. I don't think that I was like. You know, I wasn't lighting my my torch and carrying my pitchfork just yet. But, um, <laughs> nice. But I was like, oh, really? Ben Affleck? Really? You couldn't have thought of somebody better? Like, so, I mean, I had that moment where I was like, mm. But then I saw the photo, so I do have a little bit of, I mean, I'm going to, I'm I'm approaching it with no expectations, I guess, is the best way of, of putting it. Um, 
I don't have, I'm not carrying a chip on my shoulder against him, but at the same time, like, I'm not getting my hopes up that it's going to be a super great film or that it's going to be like the next Avengers or anything. Okay. Hmm. So I guess you can say indifferent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. What What do you think about, I mean, because a lot of focus has obviously been on his casting and then they've mm-hmm. cast some of the other members of the Justice League, um, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. I'm actually stoked for Aquaman. I think that Jason Momoa is a good casting option. He's just, you know, he's so large and muscular and tan. And I think that those are like, I don't know, half the components that you need to be Aquaman. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I'm trying to figure. I mean, I haven't seen any, obviously, any any uh, screenshots or anything of of you know, like his costume or anything. I can't picture him in like some sort of green sort of pants or slacks and an orange shirt or something. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, with the, when, because they have, like, the new badass-looking Aquaman with, like, the long blonde hair and, like, the hook hand. Yeah, that's true. So, I, like, I see him as more, like, that kind of, like, like, hardcore-looking Aquaman, like, just gonna, like, punch a shark in the face type of guy, like. Yeah, um, fuck you, shark. (laughs) Yeah. I Um, I wouldn't mind if, sorry, go on. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I wouldn't mind if they went for the look of. Um, did you? I don't know. Are you? I don't know if you're much of a gamer or anything. But did you ever? Did you play that Injustice game, Gods Among Us? Um, I did not. But I'm like I'm a little familiar with it. I, I've seen people play it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean the the Aquaman's outfit and that. I kind of like. I could see them pulling that off. So yeah, orange. I don't think works for uh, works for him. That's all. I don't orange. I don't no, think. No, I think for it anybody. would have to be super muted, like not like the bright like lycra orange, but yeah. like you know they could add orange accents or whatever to it. Yeah, to work. Yeah, that's that's okay. that'd be reasonable. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I I feel like they've been able to. Maybe it's more in the Marvel universe, but like I don't know. I feel like they've been able to tweak stuff more for the real world now, so that it doesn't seem just like some. Some goon running around in spandex or whatever. <laughs> even even the um, <laughs> even the uh, the Superman outfit was I felt um, not as cheesy looking as it could have been. Yeah, I think they have done a, a decent job of uh, in recent times, kind of updating these things or making subtle changes to lean away from that campiness of the twenties and thirties and forties and fifties when all oh, of these the outside underpants. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. I never yeah. got. Yeah, I never can I actually while we're talking about costumes and hair and makeup and stuff, um the only one thing the only one problem I had was and now it looks cool, don't get me wrong, I do like it. But I have kind of questioned uh Superman's or like I should call him like Man of Steel's outfit. Does does no one else have like a problem with the fact that his his cape is like super long? I mean if he tries <laughs> to walk backwards he's gonna fall over it. <laughs> Has anyone else noticed that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's very, very true. <laughs> and and I can imagine because I noticed how they they cleverly well not cleverly but they, how, how how they edited the scenes. You know when he goes to that um that base after they've got um, Lois and he's all like, you know, oh, don't play games with me, General. And then the next scene they cut it. He sat at the table chatting to her and can you imagine what it'd been like if you see it where he walks into the room and then he's got to kind of flow his cape around the chair and stuff and sit down <laughs> that would have looked so well i should say so camp but i'd have liked That's to have true. seen that version that would have been quite entertaining but yeah you never see him like 
having to adjust it to get around things yeah, or whatever. Yeah, has to deal with the cape. It's yeah. Just, it, it's always edited so it's perfect. It's the, yeah, yeah. things like that. And it yeah. is that long. It's just like, it's just draping on the ground. So, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys have tried this, but I've got a Jedi robe, okay? And it's quite long. It looks quite authentic from the movies. And I have trouble walking downstairs. And, you know, I fall over all the time with it on. So it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't well, know how he copes. You know what you got to do there, man? What's that? Use the force. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> See, that's yeah, he's... like Superman's super. So, like, he doesn't even have to worry about walking backwards. He can just fly backwards, not have to worry about tripping over his cape. Like, yeah, if you're a Jedi, true. you really just have to use the Force, and you have, yeah. won't have to worry about tripping all over yourself. I'm weak <laughs> in the Force. That's my problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, nice of you to finally admit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. And I, I did like the the flying effect in Man of Steel. Like how, you know, there's some scenes where, uh, at one point, I can't remember what he is, he's like on a, on the floor or something, and the floor beneath him just sort of like collapses, and he just stays mm-hmm. sort of flying. And then there's times that he tries to fly off, and then the other big dude just like grabs him before he can and just starts slamming him into the ground kind of like Hulk's, Hulk and uh, uh, Loki style I thought that was uh, kind of a really well done effect in the movie So yeah I think that they managed to make it because Super, Superman's such a hard character to relate to or even to like take seriously sometimes that I think they did a good job of um, making him I guess believable as a superhero mm, yeah I, just the way that they did cut it together and the, the effects like it didn't look like cheesy Superman flying. It was. It, it looked good. Yeah. And I think that they did a good job. Hmm. Yeah. Most people I've come across that um, have an issue with the film. It's uh, sort of touching back on it briefly. It's just this this whole the damaged thing uh, at the end, and everyone's like, you know, oh, Superman would never let that happen. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, you're kind of forgetting at this point. He's not Superman yet. He's just a young guy. He's becoming becoming Superman. Superman. So. Yeah, that's hence why the movie's called Man of Steel. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it would just be Superman. So, and I think eventually, when a lot of people, there are a lot of people that I've spoken to about it. Once they kind of understand that, they're like, "Oh yeah, that kind of makes sense," and they go back watch it again, appreciate it a little bit more. They still come back to me and they're like, "But he let all those people die," and I'm like, "Technically, you don't actually. When these buildings collapse, you don't see anybody in the buildings." And you're kind of led to believe that they were evacuating the city whilst that was happening. So there's a good chance some of these buildings might have had no one in them. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, as we mentioned, like on a previous episode, you know, it's a god fighting a god at the end of the day. So, um, and as Adam said in that <laughs> review, you know, what's he supposed to do? Just like slap Zod in the face and say, hey, let's go take this to Nebraska. You know, it's, it's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> so... Yeah. Cool. So to recap, I'm guessing at the moment you're kind of more on the Marvel side of things than on the on the DC um, side. On the, on the film, from the film aspect of it. From the film aspect, I am. I feel though that like DC hasn't really had a chance to prove itself yet. It really only because they, they didn't tie the Dark Knight trilogy in with Superman. They're they're starting over with with Man of Steel, Steel rather. So I feel like they're still trying to find their footing. Um, I think they're going a little ambitious with the like whatever ridiculous amount of movies that they've announced over the next five years. Yeah, it's like but, 20 um, films or something. 20, yeah, yeah it's, it's insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that maybe they're trying to catch up with Marvel and worrying about quantity over quality. But um, I'm, I, I think that they have potential, and I'm excited to see where they go with it. Because, like I said, Batman's probably my like number one hmm. favorite superhero. So I'm like, excited to see him. I'm, I'm, 
cautiously optimistic about Wonder Woman because she's another one of my favorites. So I, right. I really am excited to see her on film, but I'm really nervous to see how how that works out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's understandable. I think. Um... I mean, yeah, I, I know they, because we'd said for, well, for years, I think at this point that one of the things we really liked about DC is the fact that they, up until recently when they've announced that, yeah, we're going to bring out 100 films in the next few days, they mm-hmm. they took their time with it all. You know, they, even after Man of Steel, they still said, right, yeah, it's going to be another three or four years or whatever it's been since the next film. Mm-hmm. And they could have done even back then what Marvel's been doing just pump out two three films every year but they went no we're going to take our time and we're going to do it right we're going to do it properly so that we don't have to bring out one film and then realize that it was shit and then like a year later or two years later on redo it again um which obviously Mm. they've done a a couple of times already so (laughs) and as has Marvel as well you know um but yeah, I think I think it's going to be like I said. I can understand a lot of people being like cautious and stuff. And point is, they've not had the chance to kind of prove themselves against the Marvel films. But mm-hmm. I think in the next year or so, that'll do. I think they'll be fine. So yeah. either, either way, everyone DC Marvel, they're all going to make a bucket ton of money over the next few That's years. True. So regardless of what <laughs> anybody at thinks, at the end of the day, we get to see more. Yes, films. Batman yeah. on the and we screen. We get to see Batman and Superman on the same screen together. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm and sure. it's like Frank Miller's Batman too, which I'm really super yeah. hyped for. I'm so looking yeah. forward to that. It's it's going to be awesome. And I'm sure at the end of the film, there'll at least be one scene that everyone can walk away from and be like, "That was awesome." Mm. You know, after yeah. they simmer down, if it is bad. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I think at some point Scott asked me, like, you know, where do I come down on a Marvel or DC? I don't care. Yeah. I just get to see superheroes on the screen, so I don't I don't give a crap. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's kinda how I feel too. I mean, like I'm I'm way more familiar with um D C as far as like from a contextual standpoint. Like I, I think more of my collection is D C but like from like I've had more Marvel films to kind of digest. So yeah. it's 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 a mixed bag. You know what? I'm excited to go see movies. So that's all it comes down to. It's yeah. like Marvel or D C. I don't know, <laughs> X Men. Like Fox. <laughs> Like, it's, it's whichever movie is coming out next. That's what I'm excited for. There we go. I like yeah. that. That's very cool. Nice. Did you enjoy the, uh, have you seen Days of Future Past, X-Men? I did enjoy it. Um, I was nice. a little worried when they were like, every other day, there was a casting announcement about like five or six people that were going to be in it. Right, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that was that was when we were still doing our show, so... You know, we we would talk about it a lot. Be like, okay, well, the, here's the list of 13 people that are going to be in the movie, and the next week, all right, here's 13 more people that are going to be in the movie. Yeah. Um, so I was worried that it was going to be kind of like the um, oh, what was it called, Last Stand, the third X Men movie, right? Where they just tried to shove way too much into it. Um, but I feel like they did it really well. I think that it, it actually worked out pretty nicely. Yeah, that that's uh, that's your favorite film of the year so far, isn't it, Scott? Um. Yeah, I think, I mean... Of the eight that you've seen for the whole year or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be fair, I, I am. I, I have not seen that many films. I I do sort of struggle because I, I, I find it easier to watch TV or try and watch TV shows rather than uh, movies because you don't have to invest as much time because I've been let mm-hmm. down by so many movies so many times <laughs> that I'm just like... And then you just look at your watch and you're like, well, I just wasted two Yeah, hours. well, uh, the worst one of this year so far for like for me specifically was Godzilla. And I, I was so close 
to i grabbed my jacket at one point i saw it with sean i grabbed my jacket <laughs> i went to get up to leave because i was just like i'm fed up and then i looked at my watch we did been in there for i don't know at that point it's probably just under two hours or something realized there was only 15 20 minutes left to go so i thought i may as well finish it off and yeah sure the end fight bit was cool but to get the whole crap the whole point to go watch the entire movie just to get to the bit that everybody was just wanting to see just the massive epic monster fight uh it just so wasn't worth it and um and I was really looking forward to some others as well. Planet, uh, Rise of the no, yeah, uh, Dawn of the Rise of the, the uh, whatever that Apes film was. Of, well, yeah, the new, the new Apes <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, I was really looking forward to that. And unfortunately, I try and avoid um, reading anything about movies, but um, I'm a I'm a massive like Twitter whore, so sometimes it's like a, a bit hard to avoid things. And there are people tweeting saying, "Oh, it's movie of the year. It's like best movie they've seen in years." And so, of course, maybe inadvertently or maybe subconsciously, I was like, put, you know, the expectations were just getting higher and higher. So, of course, when I went to go see the film, uh, some of it was just laughable. I was, I know the, um, I know our listeners obviously won't be able to see it, but there were some points in the movie that, have you seen the Apes film? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. So there's some parts of the film, right, when when the apes are like doing their little sign language thing, and one of them, for example, might just start put his finger up on his elbow like that and just run it down his arm, and that's all he does. And then you get this entire amount of dialogue coming up saying like, you know, oh, many men in city armed with lots of guns. <laughs> and you're like, how did you get all of that just from that one little single movement <laughs> with sign language? And yeah. I know I'm not an expert by any stretch of imagination, but I do know like a little bit of signing and it's it's a bit more complicated than how they made it out to be. Very true. So and I and I enjoyed it was a good story. I I feel personally Gary Oldman's character was a little like underused in it. I think he could have been uh, had a bit more of a presence in the movie. And I didn't like the typical um the the, the simplicity of uh, how man versus ape and you know yeah that one guy who's like you know look the apes have come they've told us to leave them alone let's just leave them alone and you've got the usual guys which are like no we've got to wipe them out because they're there and for no other reason and nobody will listen to anybody for logical reasoning or anything like that and i'm just like oh god this is like it's created just did I my head i felt that in. way a couple of times when i was watching it where i was like okay seriously come on like <laughs> yeah. they're like no you guys can't really just like come to a consensus like okay everyone's cool right now we were doing our thing they were doing their thing like let's just continue that way stuff like that that being said like even though i came out of that a little bit disappointed because i'm a huge planet of the apes fan i have like the charlton heston one like all oh, i love not those all ones the movies yeah in, but like i have like the box set of like uh you know planet of the apes right um Beneath the Planet of the Apes, yeah. Conquer for Return like, to the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Return, yeah. Conquer for. Like, I have the box set of those. And, like, I have the new one. And I actually have the Tim Burton one as well. But, like, yeah, like, yeah. so I love Planet of the Apes movies. But, um, so I, I, I also came into it with a lot of expectation. Hmm. I left satisfied solely because I got to see an ape on a horse with machine guns. And then yeah. I was like, all right, you know what? That paid for my ticket. I'm good. Yeah. I see that that happened in my lifetime. So moving on. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad that I went to go see it on the, uh, on the big screen. It was uh, definitely worth the watch. It was just, um, yeah, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Just didn't quite hit the, um, that like film of the year type thing for me, which everybody was screaming about. It was still I agree. at that point for me. And it was, and still is X-Men. I don't know why, but, 
I think it's probably just because I get to see, got to see all the X Men get pasted, and that was just brilliant. Yeah. And that's that's what we were hoping to see in in the movie. So that was cool. And like I said, Godzilla was uh, quite a disappointment. I haven't seen that Interstellar yet, which I understand is really good. Oh, what was the one we saw with Liam Liam Neeson, Sean? That is Walk it? Among the Tombstones. Yeah, see that had so much potential as well, but just the ending just let it down and. Um, just I didn't get a chance to see that one yet. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If it's on I like... kind of wrote it off as like a generic Liam Neeson movie. So. Yeah, it's like yeah. Liam Neeson with a gun part eight, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I was like, well, I've seen Taken, and I saw that one where he like boxes the wolves in the snow. Yes. So yeah. I'm like, I think I'm good. I kind of get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. If it's, if it's on TV one night and you've got nothing better to do and Godzilla's yeah. not on, then yeah, I'd give it a watch, I guess. But yeah. And then if you decide like to skip the last twenty minutes and make your own ending up, yeah, you, <laughs> just walk out or just yeah, change just, the channel. Yeah, just do that and just mark it up in your own head. That that'll work. Yeah. I watched something. I cannot remember what it is recently, but it was like it was a, it was a movie that had a pretty good length to it, like three hours, and I can't remember what it was because clearly I've just blocked it from my memory. <laughs> but like I was like, why am I still watching this? I'm still in the theater. Why am I here? Like this, this movie A should have ended an hour ago. B like I just need to leave. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was though. Um, who, who, do you remember who was in it? Bruce Willis. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't even remember what I went to see. Um, that's kind of like my typical date night with my guy. So like we go and see so many movies, um, and I just can't remember. Like, but I remember there was one film recently where I was severely disappointed that I was like actually spending my time in the movie theater. But it was not Interstellar, and I know that, that was, that's a longer one. But I really enjoyed that one, and I just saw Birdman, which I'm not sure is over. Our, um, near you guys yet but it's uh got michael keaton in it it's kind yeah. of an indie film yeah i'm, Fantastic. I'm really into that yeah i've only, really I've only so... seen three of his films yeah <laughs> <laughs> batman batman returns and multiplicity oh no wait a minute four no batman batman returns beetlejuice that was him right yeah yeah yep. and robocop <laughs> i think that's <laughs> the it new one yeah yeah the new one yeah i think that is it um yeah i've, I've heard nothing but good things about this film and i really want to go see it um, and watching the trailer for it made me think, like, as much as I don't have a problem with, with Affleck, given his age now, Michael Keaton, they could have brought they him really back as Batman. They really should have just recast him, right? Yeah. That would have been perfect. That would have been a great throwback. You know, they could have they could have made, like, the first two films part of the universe, even if they wanted to. It's true. They could have, like, accidentally tied everything together. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, I'm just like thinking, well, yeah. Yeah, because he's he's older, he's aged and in as I understand it in the um in the universe that they're creating now, he's an older, been around yeah, for yeah. so long, but there's, you know, no one has seen him in years or yeah. you know, the, you know, like the legend has faded or something and yeah, they could have tied that straight back to those two films. That would've been great. I could see and, like, that. Even though it was campy, you could have like you could have played it off like, oh well, that was the eighties. Like, yeah. yeah, that's how things were back then. But like now, <laughs> yeah. it's not as flashy. Which right? they, but and, and they, but they were in the comics as well, though, weren't they? So yeah, well, the further you go back, the more kind of like colorful and campy it kind of was. But and there's a, there's two things I can see. Well, one thing working for that would be if you they brought back Michael Keaton and if they like killed him off. I had like his son, you know, Damien Wayne, like take over the role. That would again, for continuity, work out quite well. But then you've got the problem of like, well, how how would they bring back certain characters like Penguin and stuff, which they killed off in obviously Batman Returns, etc. They so, just don't. 
Yeah. But I don't know. But look at what they're doing with the TV series of Gotham, and it works so well. The to have reintroduced that character in that sense. I yeah. think. Have you been watching Gotham? I have. I actually. Um, yes. I was. I was a little bit leery about it at first. I saw mm, the first episode. And we I was were kind of lu- lukewarm about it. All right. Um, as the as they have developed the character, especially of the Penguin, I'm starting to enjoy it more and more. Yeah, we were quite sort of um, apprehensive at first. Well, uh, I don't want to speak for Sean, so I won't. <laughs> but for me, the only bit I was worried about, everything that I saw was looking kind of good. I was a bit worried about the whole having the Bruce Wayne character in it. And I thought the best way that they could have done about it was just to have it referenced, you know, of his parents dying and all that kind of stuff. And then when I found out that he was going to be in it as much as he has been, I was like, that's not going to work. But yeah, surprisingly they've done it really, really well. And I love the character of Alfred in it. He is terrifying. He scares me just the way, (laughs) the way that he grabs him sometimes. I'm like, he's going to hit the kid, but then he just like realizes what he's doing and he's like hugs him instead. And I'm just like, my God, even Bruce Wayne must be terrified of this guy. (laughs) Not knowing how he's going to react to things on a daily basis. And um, and the way that he's always being bitched at for not eating and things like that, I'm like Alfred's hardcore in this. So, I, yeah, I'm mm. really liking what they've done and everything with um, the, yeah, I forget the penguin. Which like version of Batman? Um, I forget which version of Batman they do it in, but they have like one where he's like uh, Alfred's like ex special forces or whatever, and he's like he he is like that. He's like super hardcore. I forget which like storyline or which universe they do it in but like yeah that's kind of what it reminds me yeah. of where, you know he is like kind of like a badass yeah i kind of get the feeling that that's that's what the one that that's what they've drawn it from which kind of makes sense and that he's mm-hmm. he's a hardcore kind of guy but like he said in the show he's never raised a kid before so he has no idea what he's doing yeah. he's just trying to fulfill the promise to uh to the waynes but yeah mm-hmm. i'm loving that show at the moment so what don't you like about it sean what about Gotham? Yeah, uh, there's not much, if I'm honest. You know, uh, I think yeah. the only thing that I find kind of plain, or where the quality of it is less than other parts of it, is some of the mob bosses are very cliched. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not colorful enough for for the context of the story, um, and the subplot line of his fiance. Um, and her ex-lover, that, that mm. chick cop, oh, yeah, seems yeah. so out of place in the storyline. Like it's not, it's not needed as a dramatic plot point. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it it doesn't seem to to fit into it at all. Like there's, there's just, so much more conflict going yeah. on in their lives with Gordon being set up as a bent cop and as a murderer <laughs> and all of everything else that's going in Gotham that was not needed. Yeah, and I find it incredibly annoying in a lot of movies and TV shows when. Um, you get the the kind of the, the spousal uh, confrontations and them fighting and stuff because they disagree over the direction that life is taking them. But sure. both know what they're getting into. Like if you, I mean, I guess I can't really speak for you know for for the female perspective. But <laughs> if you marry a cop or if you get into a relationship with a cop, you know they're a cop. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you this, go into yeah. it with your eyes open. So six months into it, saying to them like, oh, "I don't want you to do this anymore," be like, "Yeah." I, I'm awake That's every night because I, I worry about you and all this kind of stuff. It's like, well, nothing's changed in those few years. It's the same as, yeah, I mean, coming from um, the kind of like services background myself and seeing that my parents were exactly the same. And I was just like, but, you know, you went into the relationship knowing 
that he that that's the job that he had, and yeah. it's. I I understand that it's probably like that in real life. Yeah. But when we're watching a fictionalized account of something on TV, I don't want to see that. Yeah. For once, just just have them get on really well and support each other yeah. and not have any secrets and be honest. Just fucking one time. Yeah. Well, I get the. Sorry, go on, Sam. Oh, I was going to say, well, yeah, because that's kind of how it's supposed to be. I mean, A, I think they shoehorned in her previous relationship just to seem progressive. Mm. Like, they're like, oh, well, she, she used to have a lady lover. Like, you know, so they're trying to, I mean, that I, I agree is totally unnecessary. But, like, two, they're supposed to have, like, a very idealized relationship in the beginning. Like, the like she's supposed to be, like, super, super supportive of him, mm. you know? And then, like, their relationship eventually, after like, as time progresses is, is supposed to deteriorate but like they're yeah. supposed to start off so great yeah I haven't done that yet. and it I seems to like literally have happened within two episodes they've gone from like perfect happy little couple to just a disintegrated pair that don't yeah. talk anymore or whatever and yeah i'm, I'm really yeah yeah, yeah but i mean all, all of that doesn't detract from what i like about it because i do really like how what, what they're doing with it mm. i think it's it's really good yeah no yeah i agree um, uh, Sam, uh, have you had a chance to start watching The Flash? The Flash, yes. I have been watching The Flash. I really enjoy it. Um, I started Arrow a little bit late in the game. Um, I think I was about I, like when season one almost finished or like halfway through the season one. Uh, tried it, loved it. I was instantly hooked. So as soon as The Flash came on, I was, I was on top of that. I really enjoy it as well. Cool. Very cool. It's kind of refreshing to hear because... Um, I got hooked onto the Flash right away. The moment it started over here, got into it, big supporter of it. Um, a lot of people were so-so about the first season and said it got really good at the end and then they've loved season two. So it's nice and refreshing to hear someone that just hooked into it straight away and really enjoyed it. Um, I wish they would cast him in the DC Universe films. Yeah, I think I'd like that to would, see that. That would, be, that, would, that would also keep continuity. It's true. If they, you know, had them branch over, so move them from the small screen to the big screen, even if he just pops in for 20 minutes of a film and then uh, can head off back to Starling City and argue with Laurel or whoever he... (laughs) (laughs) Really, I think the DC needs to start hiring, like the DC movie, you know, portion needs to start hiring people because, like, um, I don't know where what channel you guys get it on over there, but over here it's a channel called The CW and they did... Yeah. Smallville, The Flash, and Arrow. So I mean, they they've been able to do DC right in a way that the movies I feel like haven't quite got. Mm. So I just yeah. I'd, didn't just see like the to... CW used to be. Oh no, they are owned by Warner Brothers, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, and the Warner Brothers do all of the DC films. They do all the DC films, so they need to start bringing some of their TV executives over to the movie executive table yeah. because. Or even just get the the two groups like at the same table. Yeah, just just to have a little bit of a discussion, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. On the one side, they they do it really, really well, and hopefully they will bring that over across into the the new one. But I I think, if if I've read correctly, they're going to recast the Green Arrow and the Flash for the films. Yeah. So they're still not going to link those together, which as a viewer is going to make it really hard because I really enjoy the two shows. Mm Mm-hmm. So I will always be comparing whatever goes on in the movies to the quality of the show. Right. Or if the movie turns out to be amazing, then I'm going to be comparing the quality of the show to the movie. And I just I had to make a bit of a, for a bit of a head fuck. It's going to be it's yeah. going to be difficult to kind of disconnect. Yeah, the the the, the two. But um, yeah. 
Whereas on the on the Marvel side, as I, I think I mentioned to Scott, um, I don't know if you watch the TV show, but mm. the the universe is all interconnected. So mm. if someone shows up in the TV show from the movie universe, it's the same actor. Right. And the the events of the show are driven by things that have happened in the films. Mm. So you know you you know that you're you're following the same overall storyline. You don't have to try and start like compartmentalizing things. Mm. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, part of the reason might be because um, in Arrow, I think they might just be too far down the rabbit hole, you know, because they do talk about the League of Assassins and yeah. things like that, and they kind of went a little bit of a different way with it. True. Um, mm. So they might have just been able to, like, it's not quite con- in continuity enough for them to transfer over into the movies. Yeah, like you said, they've, they've jumped ahead a bit too, bit too much and changed things just a, uh, just enough that they can't kind of bridge it back in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> are, you, are you doing all right for time? Uh, um, yeah, I don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> cool. I don't have a great deal of much time left, but I can go on for a little bit longer. Um, <clears throat> uh, I haven't I've... hit one, one question that you had there, dude. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at my list now. Well, I've already I've scratched off a few as we've been going, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But no, yeah, it, it has been a good chat and stuff. And uh, I'm trying to think what time we got. Yeah, got, yeah, I got a few more minutes. Because um, I really wasn't expecting. This this is always happens with us. We start like chat like with Jamie. We were supposed to talk about the Wayne Foundation in our very first episode. I think we spent just under four hours talking about TV shows, and we were talking <laughs> about Gotham and The Walking Dead. And oh, The Walking Dead! You said you 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 watched that. You liked that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me ask you a couple of questions on that then, and then I'll get into some ice hockey quickly. What's uh, got a favorite character in The Walking Dead? Oh, you know, I'm not really sure if I do, okay. actually. Got a character um... you hate the most? <laughs> <laughs> For most people, it's I mean, Laurie. I'm not a fan of Carl. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> That's understandable. Um... I, I don't know. I, I read the comics and I mean, I continue to read the comics cool. and I, you know, there's such different entities that I try not to like bring my emotions for the characters from the comics into the, into the TV show. Sure. And, you know, the way that they're kind of taking their own spin on it with the TV show, I don't want to get attached to anyone either. Cause like, right. I'm not sure if the same people in the comics are going to survive, you know, throughout the seasons of the show so it's hard for me to like get really connected to anybody because i i've there's been characters that i really like namely uh dale in like the first season and then herschel later and then both of them got killed off so now i don't like yes spoilers (laughs) that's fine Um, we have like we have a we have a long-standing spoiler on my show where basically we're like listen yeah we're gonna talk about stuff no that's yeah yeah we're the same of mine we've managed to get a couple of um a couple of people from like some other podcasts to record some spoiler messages for us that I just sort of periodically just drop in in between conversations and stuff just to remind yeah. people. But yeah, anybody who listens to us knows that we generally spoil the shit out of everything, so that's fine. Well, there's yeah. no spoilers from this season, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. so as you were saying this, you like Dale, you like Herschel. I like Dale. I liked Herschel. I mean, I think that um, the creation of the Daryl character has been pretty great. Like, I think that they've developed him into a pretty cool little character um, on the show. And um, I like, I mean, I like the direction that most of the characters have taken. I'm not super, like, I'm not really rooting for anybody. But, oh, you know what? That's not true. Because recently I've changed my opinion on that. And I really like Beth. 
All right. Like I think that her I think that her like single individual episode was really entertaining and like I think that she's developed from like a like tertiary character in the second season into like a great central character. Mm. Okay, cool. Right on. <laughs> so I was going to say, if you want to, you can say, like, zombie number 42 is your favorite character in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one of the zombies was played by uh, Heinz Ward, who used to be a um, football player for the uh, American football player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, like, I like him. Like, I'm a huge fan of him as, as an athlete. So, like, he's my favorite zombie. Nice. All right. That's good. I didn't, I didn't actually expect to get a favorite zombie answer. No, I love no, it. That's really cool. Oh, I, I, go, I go in depth, okay? Ah, cool. Are you, uh, you, you a big football fan? Um, I, I would say I'm moderate. Um, I love, I mean, I'm a, I'm, a ho- I'm a hockey fan and I'm a baseball fan. My, my team, my baseball team um, over here, the San Francisco Giants, just won the World Series. So I'm, I'm flying pretty high off of that. Cool. Uh, I do enjoy football. Um, it really just kind of depends on the season or like kind of my, my amount of time to commit to watching the season. <laughs> mm, yeah. Who do, you, who do you support as far as football goes? Um, I'm a huge fan of the San Francisco 49ers. That's um, my home team. And then uh, <laughs> the Denver Broncos as well. Because oh, like, growing up, I was a huge John Elway fan. Okay. So um, that's kind of just carried over from my childhood. And, I mean, Peyton Manning is a pretty great player, so it's yeah. nice to have him on the team as well. Can't argue with that. That's, that's fair enough. Um, 49ers, I can definitely I can agree with you there. They're quite a good team. Broncos, I'm not, <laughs> not going to agree with. I used to, it's, it's, it's shocking, I used to really love, um, I used to love, really love the game until, I don't know, I think it was last year, it might have been the year before, but I'm totally against this whole wildcard business. I can't stand mm. the concept of it. And it's purely because my number one team, Green Bay Packers, and like one year they pre- they had almost a perfect season. I, th- I think they'd like maybe lost one game. And then mm-hmm. semifinals, whatever, they got kicked out by a wild card who'd had one of the worst seasons all year round. And I'm like, if they weren't good enough to get to the end, then they shouldn't have any other chance to play that bet. Now, and I would argue the fact that if Green Bay like lost early on and they came back as a wild card, I hand on heart would say <laughs> the same thing. I would be like, it's not, it's it just, it's. I can't get my head around why. It's just so unjustified of, like, a team that's not that good should get, like, a random second chance to get ahead to the Super Bowl again. It's uh, it's crap. So that kind of... Well, normally, I would agree with you. Right. My San Francisco Giants only made it on a wild card this year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all for wild cards here. The best thing that ever happened in sports. Boo. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you back again, but I'm not going to now. <laughs> oh, well, you know. That's fine. You can come over onto my podcast. Scott, you Thanks. don't have to be on that episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, good call. <laughs> That'll be part two. <laughs> okay. Um, and hockey fan at all? I am a hockey fan. I can fan, see you yeah. wearing a New Jersey Devils top there. Yeah, right? I'm wearing my New Jersey Devils shirt and my jersey ah, today. I can't wait to get like one of those, but they're so expensive over here. They are. Yeah. But, I mean, they're expensive over here. Luckily, I'm kind of petite, so I can buy child-sized jerseys and <laughs> save a few bucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, even our ones. I work, I've just started a new job in um, the ice rink over here, and the even the, the local team jerseys are just 
they're so expensive and even with they discount are, they're, they're ridiculously expensive yeah so i mean i kind of get it all the money does go to the team and stuff but damn it's uh it's kind of crazy so i'm just waiting for one up hit to appear on ebay and then uh yeah try and pick up a couple but yeah i'm liking uh, i'm liking new jersey devils because they always seem to be like the underdogs uh at the moment and <laughs> yeah and the new york rangers as well quite liking them the New York Rangers, they're like, I mean, they're they're one of those teams that you like, you just kind of like, okay, well, they're the Rangers, you know, they're they're pretty consistently talented. Yeah, and it's hard yeah. for me to say. I'm I'm not a Rangers fan. I like, I mean, I like my <laughs> California teams as well. We have the um, we have the uh, San Jose Sharks. We yeah. have the LA Kings, who actually beat my my Jersey Devils a couple of years ago for yeah. the Stanley Cup, and then we have the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, and, yeah, um, that's right. I never really cared for the Ducks. Well, I did because I was like all about the Mighty Ducks movies when I was a kid. But like, <laughs> who wasn't? Um... <laughs> Flying V. <laughs> yes. So like, I mean, other than that, like, I was never really a fan of the Ducks. But I recently was living in Anaheim, and I actually lived next door to the practice facility hmm. for the for the Ducks. And um, I kind of was able to appreciate them a little bit more just because like, it's hard to get live hockey around here. You have to go two hours to San Jose. Um, so, I mean, I appreciate just the fact that they were around more than anything, like more than them as a team. Cool. Cool. Um, San Francisco is your football team. Obviously, mm -hmm. so I'm assuming that's where you grew up. Um, well, it's the, it's one of the closest metropolitan areas. Um, it's definitely the closest football team to me. Well, them and the Oakland Raiders, but. Uh, yeah, terrible, the, the so. Oakland Raiders. <laughs> With, with can't decide if they're Oakland or LA or Oakland or LA. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. every um, every couple of years after a bad season, they're like, let's change our name. That'll bring the fans back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then did you actually live in Jersey, which is led you to the New, New Jersey Devils, or is that just a something that um, you, you took a liking to them when you were younger? I was going to move to New Jersey around the same time that I got into hockey. Um, it was right after high school. I got accepted to a fine arts college, um, Drew University in Madison, New Jersey. And I was, like, getting ready. I, they gave me a huge scholarship and all this stuff. So, like, around the same time I was getting into hockey, I was planning on moving to New Jersey. So I just kind of, like, was like, well, you know, I better, you know, get they'll, they'll be my team. And so, I mean, I followed them for the last 10 years or so almost. And, um then I didn't end up moving to New Jersey because I was like, oh, you know what? It snows there and there are hurricanes and just no. Because yeah. I'm a California girl and I like the sunshine almost year round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. But you stuck with the well, you stuck with the Devils though. But I ended up sticking after with the investing devils. all that time into them. Yeah, I yeah. understand. Okay, cool. Right on. Um, you got something else I did? No, 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 go on. So I was, I was going to ask something else. Just yeah, go for you it. mentioned the, the sunshine and stuff. <laughs> what was Hawaii like? Hawaii was, um, that, it was amazing. That, that crappy school experience aside. <laughs> the school was a joke. Uh, it was kind of one of those things that I, um, I applied on a, just on a whim. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll apply to Hawaii because, you know, they'll totally accept me. Um, forgetting that private schools accept anyone who will pay for them. So, <laughs> yes. Mm. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, it was around the time that I was actually going through a lot of relationship issues that I got accepted. So I was like, I just need to get away from here. I went, flew off. Um, the school was terrible, but the experience was great. I got to I like I learned how to surf. I went hiking all over the the, um, 
all over the the island. I went swimming with sharks. I got to touch a sea turtle. Like it was a super amazing experience. Um, I'd oh really like gosh. to go back. <laughs> is the, is the place as like <clears throat> I don't know light and glamorous and awesome as it Blue. looks on TV? Parts of it, yes. Okay. Uh, there are parts of Hawaii that are terrible. Um, I if you ever saw um oh it was a george clooney movie where they they were in hawaii the (laughs) descendants descendants yeah um there's a part of it where it talks about like how parts of hawaii aren't that great and it cuts to three different spaces that was um where i lived where i worked and where my school was (laughs) okay there's some really really shitty parts of hawaii um and not i mean there's just there's a huge homeless problem and um it's just like if you go to like the downtown Honolulu area, it's just horrible. And like the Chinatown area is pretty ghetto as well. So, I mean, there's parts of it that aren't great. And like you really kind of don't even feel super safe walking down the street at night. Um, but it's definitely eclipsed by all of the positive aspects of it. I mean, if you just kind of don't spend a lot of time in that area, if you're like, you know what, I can't stand this, like, I can't stand having to step over a homeless person every 20 feet you get on a bus you go 20 minutes away and you're in like the most beautiful area you've ever seen in your life so Very you cool. know you take the bad with the good yeah yeah of course um is it expensive there it is very expensive okay. and the it looks like it is very place. very low okay. um yeah it was basically impossible for me to stay which is why i didn't <laughs> okay all right maybe i'll just like visit there one point in the future when I win a lottery and I can afford to go there for a few weeks and not worry about money. It's um, definitely worth a visit. Okay. Yeah, only person I've ever um, spoken to who's ever been to Hawaii, so that's a good opinion. <laughs> oh, well, I feel kind of like an expert now. <laughs> good. <clears throat> yeah, a self-appointed expert as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, well sorry, are going to say something? <laughs> Oh, no, I was going to say, well, I have the means to broadcast my opinion, so I am an expert. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, as we've already established, you know, we're all professionals here now. Yes. <laughs> cool. um, uh, I think we've kind of got to wrap it up. Um, yeah. On our side, it's <clears throat> getting a bit late. Yes. Unfortunately. Of course, but, yes, um, that's right. It's, but, it's yeah, I, I'm looking at the list here, and I managed to scratch off some questions as we go and some things, and I'm like, ah. But, um. But yeah, if you're up for it, <clears throat> if you um, if you're happy to come back and chat to us again at some point, I've got uh, a load of a whole other questions to ask you as well, and and things and some stuff like you know usual relating to some tell them Steve Dave stuff and uh, your like personal radio experiences and things like that and um, getting back to Deadwood as well. I'd like to have a, a chat with that and maybe after Sean's had a chance to watch some as well. Um, so that could yeah, be his. Yeah, I, I won't have seen it by then. You won't have? <laughs> no. No? No, sorry, dude. Even if I, like, bitch and dog you, like, every day? I'll just start messaging you. It's like, it's what, like, ten, it's ten episodes a season or something. There's only three seasons, so... You know, just give I, it, like, two episodes. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, I know that, that this thing is, I know I'll watch it, and two episodes in, I'll be like, oh, my God, I have to watch all of this, like, <laughs> right now. And then all the other shows I watch will get, like, put on the back burner. Like mm. Arrow, Flash, Walking Dead, all of that. And then I'm going to have trouble catching up with them. So we'll 
Well, that's true. I mean, give yeah. it till like the TV shows go on the hiatus and then pick up yeah. Deadwood because yes. you won't have any new shows to watch. Yeah, that's true. Hiatus is in what, like four weeks? Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. Mm. So then I'll hit it. Okay, all right. Uh, Scott, by. Oh, I'm going to do this. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. By the, by the middle of January, I'll be done with Deadwood. Okay. All right. Okay. It's on the record. It's on record. There you go. <clears throat> okay. Well,. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm sure like next time there's there's always going to be tons of stuff that our conversations always seem to like turn out ending up into other conversations and it takes a long time for us to get back to the original point. Um, so I'm sure there's going to be... Was? I don't know, I can't remember. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I'm sure there's going to be other TV shows that we could talk about. So yeah, as long as you're happy to come back and chat to us again. Um, I've actually really enjoyed the last couple of hours, despite feeling as tired and shitty as i do it's actually it's actually made me feel better so oh good i'm glad yeah yeah i, I had a lot of fun yeah good good, good it's been yeah. nice to um to have interactions on twitter and stuff lately and and obviously to actually kind of get to meet you and and get to, to know you a, a bit more it's it's been quite nice so um <clears throat> yeah if you got any final that's sorry i'm losing my voice <laughs> if you got any last words sean I just wanted to say, did you um, want to let the few people that we have that listen to this know where they can find your podcast once it's back up and running? Um, yeah, it'll be uh, well. You could check out check it up on Twitter, and I'll let everyone know when it's going to be up and running. Our um, our handle on Twitter is at Talk Nerdy Pod, and then um, our yeah our show is called Talk Nerdy to Me. But there's like two other shows that stole our name after we started, so. Um, yeah, oh, you can have a fight, a battle, <laughs> battle for the rights. <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of lame because it's hard to find us. But um, yeah, we always have like a black and white picture with the uh, glasses. So I mean, that'll be the indication once we're back up and running that it's us. Cool. Um, awesome. I've last words. I'd like to say that I had a lot of fun, and I really appreciate you guys letting me come on and uh, talk. Has been a nice little way to decompress. It's been a very busy couple of days for me, so just sitting down and having, you know, being able to chat about movies and TV shows and stuff has been a really nice um, way to decompress for the last couple of hours, and I really yeah. appreciate it. Cool. <laughs> of course. Know. It's been a pleasure to be to be chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose we should, you should probably tell people our Twitter stuff as well, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could do. Um, yeah. If you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can do so on at Nashcast Network. Or you can email us on nashcastpod at gmail.com. And we will be tweeting the link to Sam's uh, podcast as well. So if you want mm. the proper one, <clears throat> not the fake nerdy ones, then... Uh, <laughs> then uh, the imposters. Yeah, the imposters. <laughs> then then follow, our, follow our link. Um, yeah. And if you want to follow Sam on Twitter, her Twitter is... I've it's been. at under underscore sedation. So... Under the word, then an underscore, then sedation. Yeah. And that came about because of an old podcast or the radio show? It was my old radio show. show. And yeah. um, I just kind of stole the handle after we were done. No, <laughs> ah, that's fine. Yeah. And we'll uh, yeah, and we'll talk a bit more about that next time, hopefully, um, if you're Absolutely. okay with that. Yeah, super. Yeah, that's fine. I'm an open book. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I can handle probably. <laughs> nice. That's what I like cool. to hear. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been really nice. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. I really do want to come back on again and chat with you guys. Okay, uh, well, and it will definitely happen. Yeah, we'll we'll um, we'll carry on. Uh, we'll get in touch in on uh, on Twitter and stuff, and we'll 
grab a, an email address or something because that'll be easier than the 140 limit <laughs> thing on Twitter. True, very true. And then we can just like start linking up that way and we'll organize another time to, to meet up again. Um, bit of a pain to, to sort out the hour difference because of all of our work schedules. Mine's a bit of yeah. all over the place and... Well, Sean's free most weekends, but it's just trying to find an evening for me. And then, of course, uh, uh, sort of midday for you. Um, but yeah, well, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll, we'll work something out soon. So We'll make it work. <clears throat> cool. Do you, um, Sean, you introduced the show. You may as well sign off for it as well, because my voice is really struggling now. Oh, it is, isn't it? <coughs> okay. no, but... <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this week's Nashcast uh, with our very special guest, Sam Parcher. Uh, for NASCAST this week, I am Sean. I'm Scott. <laughs> and I'm Sam. Good journey. <laughs> Good journey, everybody. Mm-hmm.